Dialogue Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and today I'm joined by my former host, current co-host, back to to tell tales of what he's been doing, John McDonald. Good evening. Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm surprisingly good, surprisingly actually. good. Well, that's that's excellent yeah. to hear. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, obviously, you know, it's it's no secret that I, yeah, we've had a baby. Exactly. Um, yes. He's uh, how's how's little Griffin doing? Weeks... He's doing well. He he was he's uh, five weeks old just as of uh, yesterday of recording. So that nice. was yeah Wednesday, Wednesday the thirteenth. He was uh, five weeks old. Um, but yeah, he's gone from strength to strength. He's been a fussy little grump at the moment, but Look, um... we, we, we all have those days. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, he is having a week. Okay, well, we Let's all have those weeks. <laughs> And, and and poor Ash has to deal with it while I'm at work, unfortunately. But um, I've had the last couple of days off, so I've been able to help out well, that's a little good. Bit more around the house, which has been good. And cook dinner and stuff tonight. But um, yeah, no, good it's going really well. But uh, a lot of people obviously tell you about the, the the horror stories about like kids and adjusting, especially in those first few weeks. Yep. But like, I don't know whether we've been lucky or whether we're just okay at adapting and or, or dealing with with the situations as they come. But it's honestly been like it's been kind of fun, and the only downside is that he um he's just a little potato at the moment. <laughs> like, and I mean that in a loving uh, way. Clipping like clipping just... that soundbite for later use. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like we we call it that he's like a little potato. Like we use it like affectionately. Oh, okay, uh, in All our right. house. But um, it's yeah, because like he just sits there. He's a little bit more active now. Um, he's starting to learn things, starting to smile a bit more now, which is really amazing. Cool. Um. But yeah, it's just been cool seeing him just like learn like, stuff, just figure out how to be hu- how how humans are. Yeah, how, how to how to how to life. Like it. Um, watching a couple of our other friends' kids sort of grow up is just it shocks me. Like they pick things up so quickly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. Like he, um, yeah, I've been, I've been playing with him all day today, which has been fun. Uh, on and off, like Ash had a nap and he had a nap, so I decided to play some Overwatch. But I'll come back to that later. Um, but yeah, like honestly, it's been it's been really good, and um, I, I weirdly have had time to play games, um, which will be apparent in the. I guess it's been what? How long? Like uh, it's been a, six weeks. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going back through all the stuff that I've played and. It went back so far as to a game that you talk about, you spoke about a long time ago that I was waiting on my copy of. Um, and I was like, oh, wait, I haven't actually spoken about that on the show. I might bring it up briefly. So, oh, is that Bloodstained? Um, it is Bloodstained. But, uh, Excellent. Yeah, I actually played that a lot while we were in hospital with Griffin. <laughs> when we had moments to, like, when I wasn't tired and he was asleep and Ash was asleep, I'd be like, well. The Switch gonna... is a gift. Honestly, like in situations like that, it is a godsend. Like it was so good just to be able to have a game that I was playing at home just with me in my bag. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I can just pull this out and play for an hour, beat a couple of bosses, put it away, you know, change a nappy, give him a bottle and then back to it. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been good. Like I've been able to, to, to play quite a lot and sink my teeth into some things. And a lot of stuff I've just been tooling around with one game in particular, I've just, just, continuing that trend of just playing it to death but um uh but yeah it's been really fun uh, i'm back at work now and uh we've taken him out a couple of times so we, we took him on a trip to bendigo 
um to, to to meet some people and um we're actually doing it again next weekend we're doing an overnight trip which will be interesting uh, we're changing places of course yeah we are yeah we're, you're coming down here and i'm going back up there so um and it happened to be the weekend that weathering oh, was joel we spoke about this before the podcast but i'm spewing yeah i'm, I'm so i am mad. too <laughs> i am too um i i will i'm gonna try and endeavor to get along to it but i i don't see it happening but who knows they might bring it back they didn't bring, i mean they didn't bring your name back but um, i don't know anyway um gotta believe but yeah <laughs> things things have been going pretty well that's good Drew. I'm, I'm glad i and i'd also like to take this moment as well to say that uh it, the, the show's been awesome like the the, the the couple episodes you guys put out were have been fantastic i really I, I listened to them from go to woe uh, both of them, and I really, really enjoyed listening to them. Um, Brenna did some tops work as well, and, and your hosting stuff is just on point. So thanks, man. Uh, like, yeah, it's yeah. big shoes to fill. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. But again, it, it, it always <laughs> helps having someone who's such a, a like. Obviously, doing this with you right now is just sort of like just stepping back into you know into the flow of things. But even with um, with Brennan as a co-host, he was just he was great. He was just a joy to have on the show, and it just made it so much easier to do. Yeah, and it's good because he brings something else. He brings a lot of stuff that we probably wouldn't touch on the show he brings, to the table as well. Yeah, definitely does, and that and it just helps. And mm, yeah, it was good to listen to, like hearing about some of the games that he's playing that I I know that he's kind of into, like specific genres and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and and hearing speak about that has been great. And we can we we sometimes there are things that he and I will riff on, but maybe you and I won't. Like last week's tirade about the creepy eugenics sort of breeding your army and fire emblem mm-hmm. boy yep i still think of it like that was one of the i remember that's one of the first things we talked about when i when we both were playing awakening at the time and it's just it still haunts me that conversation and that, that like re, <laughs> like realigning by how i looked at that game and just go oh, i'm a monster oh, yep no it was uh it was it was very interesting to hear you talk about that too and uh but no it was great i it was it was awesome to hear what to listen to while i was uh taking a bit of a break to adjust to things but um but i'm back now uh and joel and, uh, do you know the most yes. important thing about you being back mm-hmm. what do you have now besides a beautiful baby boy oh yeah that's right uh i must admit in our group chat i got much more i i, I was accused of being much more excited about this than i was about the birth of my child but um i have internet you have internet i have i have internet and not only internet i have stable internet which is i've had one dropout uh, which was overnight, uh, and I logged a fault with them, uh, and they addressed it in the morning uh, because they were like, hey, it's back up and running now, um, but let us know if anything else happens. Um, and it hasn't since then, and that's all I've had. And it's been two weeks now, and it's been so good. Amazing. Um, yeah, I've been able to, to patch things, um, download things, and just be like, you know what, I'm going to play that game. It's like, oh, just download that demo. It's not going to take long, and just off I go. Um, and it's all sweet, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, I have, I have MBN now, which is, I'm just glad you have internet. I just remember talking to you for so long over that period of a drought where you had nothing. And it was just as someone who, who has been there, like I felt, I felt for you. Yeah, it was rough. Um, it, it was really rough and it was, it was like rough when we, we first brought Griffin home as well. Um, the Wi-Fi uh, 4g data pack that I had on my account, um, was like I I paid an extra five bucks and basically Stan and Netflix were unmeted, so we could watch those, which was good. Which meant we watched 
Well, Ash watched from start to finish. I popped in every now and then. Uh, has watched all of Glee now, um, like every episode of it. Uh, and it was just background noise, but it was great because we, we'd like sing to Griffin when there was like fun songs on that we liked. And uh, has but, has she watched Veronica Mars yet? No, because she's she started it and she's like I can't. She's like I've got to pay attention. That, that's to this fair. I, I want to give it the time. So I don't think she's gone back to it yet. Tell her to um, hit me up when she finishes it because, because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if, if anyone else I know out there that's listening to this watches that show. Yep. But I'm a wee bit shook by how that season ended. And okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe I need to catch up. I sort of know, especially at the first one or two seasons, I sort of know bits and pieces. I've seen episodes here yeah. and there. So it's a good um, show. Like I, 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 yeah. I still am kind of shocked it's back again <laughs> and it looks like potentially it could come back again after this, but that's what I hear. I yeah. really liked, I really liked the most recent season apart from, I mean, I didn't hate the ending, but I was just not ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it, I, when I, when I left it to come in here to record, uh, she was watching, uh, Funhouse playthrough until dawn because she realized oh, that they'd man. done a playthrough, so she's watching that. May I recommend um, the game trailers playthrough of until dawn? <laughs> oh, oh, it was yeah, because Elise would have been on that, wouldn't she? <laughs> she was. Oh, okay. And All she right, does she does something pretty amazing towards the end of it, but uh, again, I won't spoil it. You should definitely look it up yourself. Because <laughs> yeah, because um, because yeah, her and James I think have played it, and I don't think Adam and Bruce is in the hot seat, and Adam and Bruce haven't played it. So, um, there's been some great moments where Bruce has actually been affected by jump scares and like visibly so, and it's really funny. (laughs) Um, I've been again, popping in and out, watching it with her. Very very good. But anyway. Yes, Joel. I think that is all that we will squeeze in for our banter because it's time to check in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment. And let's be, com- I'm going to be completely honest here. I do have a couple of games to bring, but as I'm sure you can imagine based on our banter before, the heavy lifting this week is definitely being done by Joel. He has been yeah. hyping up this list he's got of games <laughs> he's been playing for about a week now. Look, so... it's, it's a very, it's a varying lengths of like topic uh, of conversation ness. But uh, yeah, if you don't like hearing me talk, then you're <laughs> shit out of luck with this episode. To be fair, um, if I don't like listening to you talk, they probably haven't been listening to this podcast. Let's be yeah, honest. true. Or, or they've really enjoyed the last two weeks. <laughs> the last two weeks. Like, the and last they come in and they're like, who really is this? They're like, oh God. They, they've jumped in there. They're like, who's this fucking oh, joker here? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I do have a lot of stuff that I've uh, I've been tooling around with and uh, right up until like this afternoon, basically. So um well, did you want? Did you want to kick it off? I'll start off because, like I said, I got two. One of them is more of a uh, conclusion after mm-hmm. last week's discussion. The other one's one I just sort of gambled on when I saw a reset error thread. So let's just start off. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like literally, we recorded last week's episode, uh, Brandon and I. The next day, I had off, and I just sort of powered through the last few chapters and finished my first playthrough. It was really funny because I'd already seen you tweet out that you'd finished it uh, before I was like <laughs> listened to that part of the episode, and I'm like, "Well, that didn't take long." Like, uh, I knew it was close, but I was, I had it for, I thought there'd be more missions because typically Fire Emblem games run for a certain amount of chapters, but it turns right. out the path I chose was the only sort of not shortest. It's like about four chapters shorter than the rest of them. So, 
Okay. But I can see why, given what happened, what transpires in my playthrough. There's a, definitely a chunk of a story that doesn't need to be told because of the the side that I'm on. All uh, right. But yeah, with it, again, I'm going to steer clear of spoilers. I know that you have, you're probably not going to play it and you don't care. But I mean, I mean, I'm... Oh, it's very good. It's down very Down the track, I, and I keep hearing that, and everyone keeps mentioning the magic P word as well, but like... Um, as I said to Brennan last week, the most, the more accurate description is probably uh, Trails of Cold Steel. Which I, I dabbled with and I yeah. quite enjoyed, so... Because as I said to Brennan last week, Persona is like day-to-day activities. This is, you go through a week, you do, and yeah, so you basically do the four weeks, and then at the end there's a mission, very much like Trails of Cold Steel. Right. Where each month you had a mission that you would go and do, and that's how you sort of progressed. But uh, it's still very so, good. It's more so like the extra activities that uh, interest me as well, which I know sounds weird for a Fire Emblem game, which is a turn-based strategy game. But like, I have yeah. had some amazing tea parties. Yeah, the, 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 the tea parties and stuff. And there's like there's like fishing and stuff. There's as a well, fishing mini game. There's yep. like a passive gardening mini game. There's oh look, he got me. I mean, there's a, bu- <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff like. I will get to it, I think. I, I Probably not any time in the foreseeable future, but we're right on the cusp of quite a few big releases. It's but... true. We're heading into the release period, so like... Yeah. It's, finish um... finish anything in your pile of shame now, because at least for me, <laughs> geez, next... next end of the, like start of the weekend, uh, the week after next weekend is when Control comes out, and that's where it all starts for me. Yeah, Astral Chain, baby. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yes, so I finished it. Very good. I was very happy with the story path I chose. Uh... I'm sorry if you don't follow the Black Eagles, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just how it is. Edelgard is a, the proper emperor. Deal with it. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say, without... Because I'm not going to talk story. When I finished it... So, you know how Persona... Fi- like, it's time to go back to Persona. Oh, sorry, it was inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been when, two weeks. It has been. When you finish Persona... And any Persona, really, but specifically more recently, Persona 5. You know how you start New Game Plus and you get to carry across your compendium and the sort of student skills, like your charm and intelligence and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So this sort of has a similar thing, right? Instead of, okay. But instead of carrying them over, when you go into New Game Plus, as again, because this is definitely a game designed for replayability. So, for example, my second player from going down the Golden Deer path, uh, yeah. but... I thought about how much it would suck to have to like regrind all those professor levels and all that. Turns out, as you play through the game, you earn renown, which you spend on a statue, which can upgrade various like XP gains for a bunch of different uh, talents. But any of it you have left once you finish carries over to New Game Plus, and you can actually use that to buy by a bunch of things. So they can be your professor level, okay. which. Let you dic- dictates basically how many activities you can do in a day, how many te- uh, students you can teach in a single like uh, instruction lesson. It lets you buy back your stats, any support classes, any class abilities from your previous playthrough. So, as I'm basically going to be rolling through his new, ga- new game pluses, I'm going to have so much renown. I'll eventually just buy everything, recruit all the students, <laughs> and not have to go through the heartbreak of killing them because it honestly hurts. <laughs> All right, that's fair. So it's kind of like an XP booster, basically. Yeah, really. It just basically it gives you the option. It's like, hey, you've already seen this path, so feel free to skip back to this point of your stats, and then do spend your time doing other stuff. Okay, cool. Instead of having to like grind up professor levels by fishing a lot and gardening a lot and hanging yep. out students and all that sort of stuff, it's just a, a it's a very compelling new game plus, and I think it's making the game a little bit addictive. 
and I'm concerned. But okay. it's fine. I'm a hundred hours in, and you'll I'll I'll stop one day. It seems like it's a it's a good quality of life. It really is addition as well. Like and adding to that because everything I've heard from like well hearing you guys talk about it uh, in the last episode, like saying that this is a, a very good jumping off point for people it who really may is. not have played uh, Fire Emblem before. Which again, I mean, I think I dabble with Awakening. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I, something I think I started playing it, and then something else came out, and I got at this point, if you're friends with me, it's hard to have not had to deal with a fire emblem at some point in your life. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's but it. yeah, I do agree. And I, I was saying it last week. I'm saying it this week. It definitely feels like the best place to jump in. Uh, although I am playing on hard this time, and I'm still not finding it super tough. Okay. But I know there are also difficulties coming down the line, and. Actually, one thing it does let you do is when you go into New Game Plus, you can pick a higher difficulty. I know a lot of games sometimes don't let you do that. So I was a bit concerned that I was just going to be stuck on normal, but I could, in fact, go to hard, which was okay. good. That's good, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just honestly, because of that New Game Plus stuff, it makes it really feasible to see to, to want to go and see those other paths. Not like in Fates, where when you finished like Conquest, if you wanted to go back and see Birthright, it was like, all right, back to the start. You can start at the chapter where the choice happens, but then you're playing through the game and like re- regrowing all the supports and all that. It was just nice to not have to worry about that, to just like buy back those points and focus on meeting new characters and training with them and just, yeah, seeing the other parts of the story without worrying about the stuff I've already done. Right. That's cool. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that's nifty. Yeah. But uh, until until goatee time, I will probably put a plug in my Fire Emblem hype for now. <laughs> But, uh, check back with me in December and just see how high it rates. Yep. Yep. So the other game, Joel, and I think I spoke about, I mentioned this to you briefly because I was like, look, I'm bringing a second game besides Fire Emblem. Yeah. You, because you did, you did briefly mention it to me and it piqued my interest. I haven't had a chance to check it out yeah. yet. But... So here's, here's the story of how I found it. I was just scrolling reset error as you do. And I found a thread about this game called Sagebrush. Okay. Now, Sagebrush is a game developed by Red Act Games, and it came out last year on PC, but it's only just recently made the jump to console, which I think at least is on PS4 and Switch. Okay. Uh, cheaper on Switch, I think, than PS4, but anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because you can play it handheld on console, but you know, whatever. Yep. But um, yeah, so the best way to describe this, it is... Oh, I hate saying it. <laughs> a walking simulator. Yeah. Okay. It's a first-person narrative, as I choose to call them. Yeah, first-person uh, narrative experience, that's right. Yes. So, this is the, the, the particular hook on this one, though, is the visual aesthetic they've gone with is sort of like lo-fi PS1 sort of visuals and textures. Okay. Which, upon playing it, was actually, I didn't realize how much I sort of missed, not really missed, but it, it definitely took me back to the old like Silent Hill, Resident Evil sort of days. Oh, neat. Because this game isn't a horror game. But it is based around a cult. Right. So, and what makes it interesting is I've seen a few articles about this and the discussion in Reset Era was the same. When a video game has a cult, typically they're just like, oh, hey, they're bad guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the Far Cries and all those sort of games. It's like, hey, this is for cult. They're the bad guys. And it's like, oh, they're crazy and kooky yeah. and wacky. Oh, look, yeah. look at these guys. But it, what Sagebrush does, and it, the, I mean... You have to sort of decide for yourself by playing it if you think it does a good job or not. I think it did a pretty good job. Is it shows sort of how these cults sort of bring people in? 
Right. Okay. You sort of you get you get a, a a look inside the lives of these people in the cult and just how the story sort of unfurls and you see you figure out who you're playing as and what actually transpired at the the end of this cult's run, I guess you would say. Yeah. Because uh, it is sort of set after the, the cult has actually happened. Okay. And again, without giving away, because I honestly think for like eight bucks, people should check this game out. Uh, it's just an interesting little experience. And it, as it is a first person, you know, it's a walking simulator. It definitely is an experience, which is why I, I think it's priced very smartly. Yeah. Because I think all up my playthrough was about maybe two hours, but now I finished it, I'm probably not going back. I actually made a choice to switch off trophies for this as well because it was sort of right. First of all, I'm trying to get off trophies. Yeah, we need time. It's, it's time. Yep. So the first step was honestly turning off trophy notifications. Yep. Uh, but hey, look if if you care, if you really do care, when I finish, when I close the game down, my housemate was watching. He's like, "Oh, you got a platinum." I'm like, "Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Yep, <laughs> no, cool platinum." So it's you know it's an eight dollar platinum, I guess. But <laughs> the game itself was actually very uh, it. it sucked me in i will say though there was one point where it's probably the only low point of the game and maybe it's player error but i feel like it could have been displayed better there was a point where i had to unlock a gate to get into a particular house okay and i didn't realize i needed to interact with a padlock on the fence because i mean you know you typically in any game when you go up and press a gate if it's locked it'll it'll automatically pop up the padlock right yeah this one didn't and sure, maybe I should have paid more attention and like mouse, like carefully move my screen over the lock, and maybe it would have said like interact with lock. But I don't know. It was just enough of a thing to throw me out for about twenty odd minutes. I'm like, I don't know where to go. I can't get into this building. It's where I need to go. Yep. So I sort of ran around because you, it's a you set on like a farm. So there's a few locations you can sort of go to to get the story. And I hit a brick wall and I didn't know what to do. And I sadly had to Google it. And they're like, yeah, yeah put the code in the padlock. I'm like the padlock i specifically pick it and yeah once i did all fine after that just sort of rolled through it no worries but yeah it was just it was a, a bit of an, a bummer to have that sort of stop me for about 20 minutes yeah that's yeah it's, it's always a shame when you hit those those roadblocks and then you sort of afterwards after a while go oh well that was i, I guess that makes sense but still uh yeah, yeah right yeah not a huge issue but um once i got past it wasn't too much of a problem uh, I, I, yeah. I wanted to ask, like, do yeah. you know if, uh, like, the cult in question was in the game was based on any real life cults or anything, or inspired by anything in in, Ooh, in that's history? That's a really good question. I didn't even think to Google that after I finished it. Yeah, because like, I, it's always fascinating when like, cult, I I don't know, I don't watch a lot of that stuff, but like, I have like read into some things about that. Um, and I, I don't know, yeah, it's just fascinating and hearing like people who've made it out of cults and stuff as well. Like it's really yeah. fascinating. It seems like cults I don't want to say cults are in right now, but they're definitely something I've been seeing more of. Yeah. Like more prevalent. I know personally, uh working in a in a book department, we've been getting a lot of books in about Charles Manson recently. Yeah. Well, you can have you've got Quentin Tarantino to yeah, thank for that. You can thank Tarantino for that. But even that, like, we got a couple of books of just general books about cults in. And right. I just, I don't know if it's like a, a current, because even um, Midsummer that came out recently yeah, is based around a cult. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if cults are currently a thing we're going to be uh, dealing with a bit. Maybe it's like the natural but, progression from, like, true crime. 
because like true yeah. crime is still that's kind of true. in, but it's like that's like the next step from that, I guess. Where it's yeah. like oh, real life yeah. stuff that's pretty crazy. You oh, you can't believe it. And it's so you know fascinating. Well, it's to it's interesting, to. right? That that people get pulled in by these these personalities that just have such magnetism that. Yeah, they they able to sort of just take over control of these people's lives. It's yeah. interesting, and that's one of the things I really was engaged with with Sage Boss, reading about the leader of this cult, and just unraveling some of the things he was he was doing that just made me real. I was wasn't good. I felt sick at one point. I'm like, this is disgusting. Wow. But uh, you know, cults are crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just it was it was just interesting to see. It was. It felt more than just a, like scratching the surface of cults to go a little bit, a couple of layers deeper. Right. Maybe could have gone even deeper than this, but I was kind of. I was. I was good with where we went. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. I definitely want to try and set aside some time to go through it because. Um. Yeah. You. You sort of. You messaged me about it, and you're like, "Yeah, we're playing this game called Sagebrush," and and, and sort of mentioned about like being about being uh, involved with a cult and stuff, and I was like, "Ah, okay, I can get behind yeah. that." And like I said. And I know it's not an issue for most people, but it's the, the setting is spooky and a bit creepy, but it's there's no scares. That's cool. All right, cool. I can go. You chuck, you just sort of, but you just basically sing into this game and just inhabit this. Yeah, and it was the PS1 visual style. Just, yeah, it just threw me back to, yeah, like I said, Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Even the inventory felt super Silent Hill when I was playing it. Right. Uh, down to like the sounds and stuff, but it was just really interesting. Okay, cool. That's neat. So, I don't know. Check out a trailer. You know what? Check out a trailer if you're listening to this and you're like, maybe that's for me. Um, but yeah, that's honestly, I was going to also bring up a couple. Of, you know what? I'll give you two dot points. Okay, done. Dot point one, hero in Smash Brothers. Yes. Very fun. Holy crap, that's a lot of RNG. Oh, yeah. I, I've doubled a little bit with him as well. It's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so much RNG. Yep. And second dot point. Uh, Cataclysm was Anthem's chance to really show me that maybe I didn't waste $20. Yep. But boy, it's pretty bad. Right. Which sucks. I'm hope the only thing I can hope is that now that Cataclysm is out, they can work on something meaningful for the game. Right. Yeah. But for the being the first like big piece of content that game had coming, it is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, it's pretty funny though to hear. Like when I was listening to you guys talk about it while uh, while I was away, um, I was like, "Oh, okay. Look, it doesn't sound amazing, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you, maybe check it out." The gameplay's fun, but there's just nothing. Yeah, like it's um, but yeah, it's just funny to hear like but to like two episodes later for it to be uh, relegated to a dot point. <laughs> yeah, like I was I was prepared when it came out to be like cool i'll dive in i'll check out cataclysm check out you know stuff with the event and some of the gear and that i wasn't even compelled enough to do the mission but it adds like (laughs) oh wow i jumped in saw there's like these cool little rift portals on the map now that you can go through and do like a certain event saw that you pick up crystals i'm like okay cool so you get crystals for this i wonder what sort of gear you can buy when checked like the seasonal gear store and there was nothing Nothing that I wanted, I should say. There wasn't anything cool for my uh, my javelin. Yeah. Apart from like a couple of different textures and some wraparound sprays that I don't want anyway. So it was just like, I don't know, close, delete, and division two it is, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. That's why it's like it's, it's a shame. It's, it's all based around like time trial stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. it's heavily based on time. Is like the portals open for a certain window, 
Right. And then you go into the portal, like into the rift and are transported to a different zone, like a specific area. And that's on a timer as well. And if you fail, it's like, okay, fine. You get kicked back out and it'll be like, cool, this portal opens again in 20 minutes. And you're like, oh, you know what? I could do anything else in, for 20 minutes and I'm good. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a bummer. That's a shame. I still, I still, like, I believe, I believe if we get an Anthem 2, it could be great. Oh, yeah. But Anthem, you're hey man, if you look at um, someone, I think it was Matt Pitzpicella Piz, Piz, on Twitter, was tweeting out like the, the top 10 like revenue like games with money made, uh, and Anthem was up there. I think it was okay. just below Division Two in like fourth or fifth spot. All right. So it's made money. It's just there's nothing in the game. So I'm hoping that give us a sequel and just really try. Yeah, it could, it could have that like you know, um, uh, Destiny or even Division. I guess like like Renaissance. Where it's like comes back better than ever, and it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. This one needs a renaissance on the level of No Man's Sky. Right. Yeah. True. Very true. Which look, please look forward to me bringing that next time because that patch just finished downloading, and I'm so goddamn keen to get back in space. Yeah. See, I didn't play much of the last couple of patches, but um, I'm kind. Of, I was looking at the patch notes for this. You have to download. Yeah, it. and I will. I, you know, I'm I'm absolutely going to give it a go. Um, and also too because. Uh, since we last recorded, I have come into, not entirely possession, but I've borrowed a PlayStation VR headset. And that's exactly why you have to do Yeah, it. so that's why I'm definitely, which I, I will, I, I'll circle back around to that, uh, when we get to yes. some of the games that I've played. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, that's one thing I was like, all right, cool. And it's also because the PlayStation VR headset that I borrowed off a friend, he didn't have move controllers. And so oh, I can't play a lot of the, th- like, you know, let's just face it. I can't play Beat Saber, um, which is what I really want to play. <laughs> like, I desperately want to play Beat Saber. The, the, the company that I work for, um, one of the other venues, we got a VR experience, a HTC Vive, like, racing game, which is awesome. It's great. I love it. The other venue in Melbourne got Beat Saber VR. And I was like, fucking shit. I fucking want, why couldn't we get it? They won. They, they did. They did. Ours is awesome. Don't be wrong. It's the best thing that we have in our venue. Yeah, but Beat but Saber. It's fucking not Beat Saber. <laughs> like, and yeah, I can see it just like sitting there. It's like, you want to play Beat Saber? I'm like, oh, I really would. I'd really like to. I would, I would love um, to, but no. like that and uh, Blood and Truth as well. Like, there's, a, there's another one that I want to play, but. Yeah. It's a shame because it's funny, but I, cause I was talking to you about this the other day when you were originally were bringing this up, and I know I've got one part of a move controller somewhere. <laughs> yep. But who would have thought all those years ago they'd be useful for VR? Honestly, do you know do you know what my strategy is at the moment? Is I'm scouring Facebook Marketplace for people who are like yeah, I mean, getting fair. rid of their PS3 the stuff that don't ones. realize that they're worth money now. Because yeah, I, I'm as scumbaggy as that is. That's the level I'm at. Because it's again, it's not my headset. If it was my headset, no, I'd exactly. save up and, and I'd buy a, a pair. But if I buy a pair of move controllers, isn't cheap. No, it's like 120 bucks now. Um, yeah. Because they're like, aha, uh-huh, you want these now. And they were out of stock until like three no, months ago. You need these. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there are very few games that you can play. Astrobot's another one I want to try and get around to as well. Because Astrobot doesn't require move controllers. It's, yeah. It's actually, I think it's supposed to be played with the DualShock 4. But um, but yeah, no, I'd, I, I, that's why I'm going to download that update and, um, and check it out. And also jump yeah. in play some more multiplayer as well because there's like multiplayer quests and stuff coming to no man's hell, sky hell yeah man yeah. yes um, i'm keen you can cook you can farm okay 
you can ride some of his horrible nightmarish creatures. I did read that, and I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm hoping that we can just, like, because now I know there's cooking, I'm hoping this is, this is like, a sub-quest where you can just be, like, a like Uber Eats. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's my space dream. Uber Eats, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm down. I mean, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm As excited. soon as we finish recording, I'll go download an update. I'm going to do it. I'm very interested to get yeah, to check it out. Hopefully tomorrow night I'll get some time off it. But uh, honestly, that's sort of what I've got. That's what I've brought to the table. So I think, Joel, it's time for you to start, oh, start God. your list. All right, well, strap in, everyone. Um, I've got a few things that are going to be like lightning round stuff that I'm not going to spend too much time on because I either didn't spend too much time in them or they haven't really impacted me. Um, uh, but I've got a couple of things. I've got one thing that I'm going to bring up and I'm going to go in hard on. And Kyron, I, we discussed this before we started recording. And uh, I, you're not super excited about this, uh, and so I apologize in advance to everyone. But I'm, it's fine. I've honestly been really excited about it. But I'll say that for a bit later on. I'll ease everyone into it. Um, I'll start off with a couple of quick ones. Um, we mentioned Overwatch before. I uh, Sigma, the new Overwatch hero, came out today. Um, Speaking of patches, but just finished. Yeah. So uh, I, I I jumped on my PC and was like, all right, I'm going to give it a go. Um, because I, I jumped in the other day as well because I hadn't even played as uh, Baptiste yet either as well. Oh really? Um, yeah. Oh, of course he would. So yeah. I've not I haven't wow. touched it because I hadn't updated it. So it's he's he's kind of cool. He's neat. Um, not for me. I don't. I would have to no. spend a bit more time with him. But he seems like a he's like a he's tricky. Yeah, he's like a support seventy six almost. Like, I, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. good comparison with like the sort of rocket jumps, the double jump of a uh, yeah. Of a I do like that the the crouching to like power up his like super jump, which is cool. It's really cool. Um, yeah, and he seems like a... It, it is also... It's an extra step when you're playing, though, so I, if I ever am playing as him, I always... Especially, and also, too, because um, because Overwatch is so fast-paced, you only really use that if exactly. you're trying to sneak around. Uh, and as a support class, you're probably not really tooled to sneak around, but I don't know. Um, but uh, Sigma came out today in full release over all the consoles and PC. Uh, so I jumped in and had a tool around with him. Uh, he's kind of neat. I, I quite like him. Um, he's a tank class, and uh, I know there's a lot of, like, I didn't really read into it, but there's a lot of controversy around, like, backstory stuff with him, um, but whatever. Um, it's tricky, like, with the, the how he is as a character. Yeah. 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 And and his alignment, it's... Yeah, yeah. it's... Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like the last couple... I, I think since Ash, like, the... the character stuff hasn't really been related to the overall the overall um overwatch universe as a whole and so i've been sort of less interested in it um because ash is like was really good believe job that they're getting ready for for a story mode that's why i need to believe yeah well i i, I mean didn't they say that like this year like at blizzcon they were gonna bust open up there's yeah. talk of what of what they could be bringing and i still believe it will be like overwatch 2 will just be overwatch's multiplayer yep. But it'll have like some sort of campaign. That's that's my yeah, hope. I hope so. Even if they did like they did campaigns and they expanded on the events thing and do like seasons where it's like a three four hour campaign that they release one every twelve months. Even like, I mean, honestly, they just need to. Even if it's just, like in their campaign, it's like a team, a specific team of four certain heroes have like two or three missions to do, and yep. that's it. Like, just do a few of those. It doesn't need to be this full, like, 
10 15 hour story mode i just and that's it i love those characters and i love the story that is there, and i do like the world that they've I'm, built I'm as well i'm hungry for more of it yeah me too like i i honestly am like and, and even with those if you did that kind of thing a couple of missions thing you could incorporate the shorts into those uh and Absolutely. You, you have that as like the reward at the end for getting through it you get a short like it's and it's part of the story like it's it's it is a cutscene, mm-hmm. but it is the new short that they upload online all that kind of business as well but has needed yeah, a me I too. I, I'm like jumping back in today reminded me how much I really, really enjoy Overwatch. Um, it's yeah, it it's a really fun game, and it's got uh, it holds a special place in my heart now as well. Like it's just the fact of the matter that I still like buy Overwatch merch and 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 stuff like that. I've, yeah. I'm literally using my Diva mouse pad right now. Like it's underneath my mouse. I'm looking at it right now. Um, like I still represent it, like because I I I you know, really enjoy Overwatch, but like I haven't I haven't really booted it up since Baptiste, but now that Sigma's out, I'm like, all right, let's yeah. jump in again, let's and, go. And he's really cool. Like so, yeah, he's tank class. Um, his main attack is he's got these two like they're basically D twenties. Um, they look like D twenties, but but they ricochet. They do ricochet, and which is the part that gets me really. So excited. it's like medium to short range. They don't have a huge amount of range on them. Um. With ricochet, that makes yeah, sense. But if you encounter someone in an enclosed space, like they're they're basically yeah, like geez. micro versions of uh like junk bombs, essentially. They don't bounce as oh, they don't wow. bounce as much. They only have like one ricochet and then they explode. I think they're on like a fuse, um, and the fuse is like maybe like one and a half, two seconds. Um but you throw them and they explode and do damage. Um it's pretty cool. Uh it's there's no reloading. It's kind of like he's kinda of like Zenyatta in that aspect where it's just like you always have them there. Oh, except for Senyata reloads, but um, but you or you always have them there ready to go. Um, so it sort of reminds me. I think I, I know eventually Doomfist has to, but Doomfist has like his little wrist thing yes. that he shoots, but it like regens. Yes. Um, that's not where the similarities with Doomfist end either. But I'll come back to that in a second. But um, I had a feeling look like looking at a couple of his moves. Yes. <laughs> One in yeah. particular. So, uh, but I think his is much better. Um, and uh, so his other abilities are he's got. Definitely much better. <laughs> he's got a um, he's got a, a force field basically that you can put up for like a second, and it, it absorbs all enemy bullets and turns it into temporary shields. Um, and also that's the one you can launch. No, isn't it? so this is the one he, he oh, basically okay, he different. opens up a vortex. Okay. He holds his arm up. You can't fire while he's using it, but it is only for like a couple of seconds. Um, and he holds his arm up and opens up like a vortex on his arm, and it inhales I bullets. I love the sound of his yeah, character. Yeah, <laughs> so he inhales everyone's bullets if you're in the line of fire. Oh. And it, so like Diva's defense Basically, matrix. except if you take that and it turned it into temporary shields. Yeah, cool. That's fine. Yeah, that's really so it's really cool. And he, again, he's a tank class, so he's already got 400 HP. So that's how you sort of build on him a little bit. Um, it took me a little while to get used to using that. Um, uh, much like as well, like you said, he has a secondary shield as well, which is like just a... Just imagine like Reinhardt's shield uh, mixed with, I guess, Symmetra's wall shield. Yeah, Symmetra's original shield, even the one she used to like throw. Yeah, forward. yeah. So like basically, you um, uh, you you throw it out and it goes as far as you hold the button down. So on PC, it's like right mouse button. So you hold right mouse button, he throws it out, and it goes out. And then when you let go, it stops there. Um, there's no from as far as I can tell, there's no cooldown on it. Um, it does have a health meter though. It's like I think fifteen hundred HP. Um, so similar to sort of yeah, Reinhardt, basically. Like 
Um, sure. But it's a lot more versatile in a way that you can throw it out for someone else and then sneak around, maybe do some more damage from behind. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I could see this being used to, like, set some pretty sneaky yes. traps. 100%. Like, just popping it at the doorway of a, of a room that maybe the enemy can't mm-hmm. see in. Yeah. Making them think you're in there. Like, yeah, it's. Or it's even, like, getting through choke points as well. So you can. Yeah. Throw yeah, it forward. It's, it's like Reinhardt, except you're still able to contribute DPS as well while that's going on. That's always been my problem mm-hmm. with Reinhardt. Yeah. Um, and he also has uh, his other ability, which I really. One of his other abilities I really like. Uh, which he basically pulls rocks because he's all about like gravity and anti-gravity and all sort of stuff. Which again, just is why this, he sounds mm, so Yeah, cool. so he hovers around. He doesn't like, he's just like, he doesn't. He's got bare feet yeah. and he hovers. Like this guy sounds like um, a he's, he's pretty rad. Um, and he, but he pulls rocks out of the ground and throws them as a projectile. Just does like a fair bit of damage. Um, so it, it, yeah, if you can get the drop on someone with that, it's actually a pretty good way to sort of like, you know, tank damage someone basically which is really cool um and then his ultimate which again comes back to doom fist uh he basically jumps up in the air um and then a big circle reticle appears very similar to doom fist's ultimate uh and then if you when you activate it anyone that's in that circle like from an enemy team gets shot up into the air and then after like a second or so gets shot down into the ground um i've already seen a brutal combination with a diva mech where he he does that and like lifts them all up into the air and the diva shoots his, oh. her neck in. So basically, it's right in front of them when they're in the sky and just detonates. Oh, that and kills is the stuff all. of dreams. That is. Uh, that it is. It's, it's um. So yeah, it's really cool. A couple of things about that though. Um, Sigma can also still shoot while he's in the air. Uh, when he activates it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So he he they he basically brings them up to his level, so you can damage them as well. And he's still yeah, flying yeah. as he does this. Uh, you, I don't. Joe, I really like I, I don't know if you can move around when you act after you've activated it because, like, you. I assume, but even if it's just like yeah. stationary, and shooting, so you can still so do cool. damage. Um, but the people who are in, it's much like uh, Zarya's grab ball. Um, the people who are in that circle as well, the enemies can still fire as well. Okay, so Makes it's, sense. It, yeah, it's fairly balanced as far as like new release characters. He's fairly can... balanced already, from what I can tell. Um. Can, like, Reinhardt's maintain their shield when they're up in the air? I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. Because okay. um, that'll be sort of a clencher for me. Yeah. Or I I mean, I assume so. Because I th- I... if they can attack, I assume that he yeah, can Yeah, and shield. I feel like I think I might have played a couple of rounds of D.Va and I got hit with a Sigma um, ultimate, and I think I was able to hold up Defense Matrix still. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, that's fair, I yeah, guess. but... All in all, he's a pretty cool character. Um, I'm I'm interested in maybe like I mean I don't need another tank. I have so many fucking tanks as it is. Um, but he's really cool, and I think it's gonna be nice. There's so many yeah, good tanks. It'll be nice. Like I feel like when we're playing together, we can alternate between Diva and and Sigma. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, Sigma sounds cool. I'm definitely yeah, try definitely. That. I'm looking forward to jumping in with you guys as well, and um and and, and playing a, a few rounds with him. Um. And letting you guys experience him, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, that's all on the Overwatch front. It's I didn't try out the um, uh, roll queue um, system that they that was in this patch as well, where you can basically. I mean, it seems pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I really. was like, eh, it's fine. I don't need to worry about that. Like, I, I just want to play a few rounds of Sigma, and then that turned into well, now I'm gonna someone else has picked Sigma, so I'm gonna play Diva, and then I'm gonna wreck shop because Diva on PC is so much fucking fun. Um, Diva's great on console as she well. She is. Man. She is. Don't get me wrong, but just being able to like 
like 180 degree turn with it and like spin around in like such tight circles when you're activating your rockets oh my god it's just it's so much fun hey man you've got to fit it with your joystick yeah um sensitivity if you want to do that on console but you can do it yeah i know but then 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 normal con- <laughs> is just like Ooh, i'm over here um maybe i have to look into that but um see safely i only play as divas so yep. i don't have to worry about my controls messing with other That's characters fair. i think you can spe- like set specifics for characters i think you can well, yeah, yeah. Could you, I know you can change like controller layouts for specifically for characters. Yes, because I had to do it for Moira. Oh, really? Oh, because yeah, I still can't. Because nah. Blizzard are idiots yeah. and they put them on. It was oh, a dumb my. idea. It was a stupid idea. Um, like her left hand attack on the right hand thing, and oh god, <laughs> what were they thinking? Uh, all right, so on to the next one. Uh, also today, um, a bit of a somber story about how I got this game. Um, so. Long story short, Rooster Teeth are changing their membership options and things like that. Um, it sucks. Uh, it's way too much now for something I wasn't using, and I was quite happy to play the yep. fifteen bucks or whatever, ten bucks every three months. It was fine to pay yep. that, but when they announced the payment plan, like the increase, I was just like, "Look, I don't watch your content, honestly." And the stuff I do watch is on YouTube anyway, yeah. because you know what. Now that I'm not going to be a first subscriber, I can't even use the app that's not on my console. So, but, but that's the thing. Like the, the the Xbox app hasn't been updated in years anyway. So it's it, so I don't yeah. get it, Joe. I don't. Get I don't it. understand either. But um, I'm sure that would be another thing to sort of look into at some point. I'm I'm sure they're looking into that now. But anyway, as uh, like you know, both of us were uh, like, what was it, grandfathering, like. Ten years, Joel. Yeah. I supported them for ten years. Yeah. Same, <laughs> and like like grandfather accounts, basically we had. Um, yeah. As a, a way to say thanks for that, before they changed the new payment method, uh, they released their Rooster Teeth Games released their new game today. Uh, it's a multiplayer uh, online multiplayer game called Vicious Circle, uh, and if you had a grandfathering account, you got a free copy of it on PC. So I was like, fuck it, why not? I watched the trailer. I watched a couple of let's plays in it. Some of the the, the RT staff are, are like voice actors in it. And it was pretty funny, and I'm like, cool. Uh, if I had to sort of, like, drill it down into maybe, like, a combination of games, it'd be somewhere between, like, Overwatch and Borderlands, like, the style of Borderlands with, like, the team-based gameplay of Overwatch, maybe mixed with something like a Friday the 13th, where it's, like, asynchronous multiplayer at some points as well. Um, the basic premise of it is you pick a character at the start, you start the round, you've got to try and collect nuggets, which are these little cubes. Um, and once you've got 70, the, the long and short of it is once you've got 75 of those, you go to extraction, uh, extraction point and you wait there until you extract. Obviously it's not as easy as that sounds. Um, because if, uh, you know, the, everyone's like working together sort of it, uh, cause there are other monsters around that can attack you. Um, but they're also working against you. So they're able to steal your stuff as well. They're even able to steal your body because when you die, uh, as a normal character, you come back as this little like tentacle monster thing and you run around, you've got a whole new move set as well. Um, so the, the four characters that are there at the moment um, have different like weapons and uh, they have a, a weapon and an ability basically they can, they can use. Uh, the ability is on cooldown, weapons on ammo. Um, when you die, you become this little tentacle monster and your whole objective then is to try and steal one of the other player's bodies to get back into the game. Okay. Yeah, so you've got to try, again, hence the title Vicious Circle. So you've got to try and get yeah. back in. So you might not have that many cubes and someone might kill you. Someone else might be heading to an extract point and you might be able to take their body and get to the extract point. 
It's kind of almost like a Dark Zone, like stabbing people in the back. I was gonna say it definitely sounds very much like Dark Zone from Division. Yeah, but like if if it, with like bright colors of uh of yeah. Borderlands sort of thing and like colorful characters. Uh, yeah, and heroes. In the yeah, league, yeah. So and then on top of that, uh, so it's five players. Uh, four people are normal characters. One person each round, because there's five rounds in a match, uh, gets spawned in as like a like a tank monster, basically. So that you also get uh, there's two of them that you can pick from at the moment. Um, uh, there's like a giant chicken, or there's so even that even that sort of sounds a bit like evolve. Yeah. So it's added a bit of that in there now as well. It, it, there's a lot of different things and a lot of different pies, um, and it kind of works. Um, but yeah, basically, if you spawn in as the monster, you're your objective that round is to stop everyone else from getting to extract point. It's basically kill everyone um, and turn everyone into little bloodsucker monsters before that. Uh, and, and once, once the last person gets turned into a bloodsucker monster round ends, the monster wins that round basically. Because yeah. why not? Um, it's I, like, it's fun. I, I could see it being really fun with like playing with a group of people that, you know, I think solo queuing is a bit hard. And it, again, there's a lot going on with it. Um, in terms of like game mechanics and like the fast paced nature of the rounds, which is a good thing actually. So I, the rounds, like I think my longest round was maybe four or five minutes. Um, yeah. So if you add that up, like if you have like four or five, five rounds in a match, 25 minute match, like it's pretty good. Get in, get out, play stuff. Uh, it has a battle pass as well. Um, because it's an online yeah, cause shooter. Yeah, because it's a modern video game. It's a modern video game. So it's got a battle pass, which is fine. Um, it's not egregious or anything like that. The store wasn't live yet. I don't think they've sorted that out yet, so I don't know whether there's other currencies and things like that. Uh, and again, four heroes and then two monsters to pick from at the moment. But again, customization options like skins, voice lines, emotes, all, all the trappings of all those type of games. Um, it's pretty neat. I probably wouldn't have paid for it. I might have paid for it, and I might still do it eventually if I can convince everyone else if it's a decent price, if it ever comes to, like, PlayStation 4. Because um, I think it would be a fun game. If it's, like, a $35 game. Well, how, like, how much is I think it on Steam? Be... I actually yeah, don't I know. Because, oh, I mean, like, actually, I probably could check because I didn't use my code yet. Yeah. Oh, Steam has um, updated I actually stuff. don't know. <laughs> yeah, go no, with Steam. Um... I can't. Rem- I I I want to say like thirty dollars US. I I am so gonna look like, it up. It's like thirty five, forty dollars Australian. But um, yeah, like I, I think it, it's a fun game. I think it would be, and because it's so wacky and colourful and so fast paced as well. It's um, the technical monster when you're a little. Uh, it's only it's it's twenty eight ninety five Australian, which isn't too bad. That's pretty good. Like that's about how much I'd pay for it. Um. And I think you get if you've got a group of like five mates that you play games not even regularly, but you, you know you're going to play games like once a month or something. I think it'd be yeah. a fun one to add into the I rotation. So. I, I can see the, the angles, especially in our uh, group chat with our mates. We're trying to figure out what to play next. We're throwing out all these games to play multiplayer, and I can definitely yep. see this if it was on consoles getting thrown into the mix. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't seem like it's super graphically intensive, so I it, it could even be something that I could run on Switch as well. But um, yeah, because it's got a very similar style, like like in terms of fidelity of like, um, is it Paladins? Oh like, yeah, not Overwatch, yeah, not Overwatch, yeah, and that's on Switch. <laughs> yeah, and that's running on Switch. So 
Honestly, um, The Witcher 3 is coming to Switch. No one has any excuses. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, that's it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, yeah, especially if you're like a fan of Rooster Teeth. Um, so the, the, the voice actors that are in it are Bernie Burns is in it, uh, Barbara Dunkelman, Jeff Ramsey, and Michael Jones. So like, like it's fun people. Um, and they're all like, Jeff's doing these like crazy voice and Michael's playing a robot. So he's like voices through a vocoder, but it's still like angry, like New Jersey, uh, Michael yeah, Jones. You know the Michael um, was. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's, it's, it, Barbara's doing like a kind of like a blase, like I'm too good for this sort of like in terms of the character is too good for this job that she's doing in the game. Um, she, she even referred to herself. I, I, I heard I heard her refer to herself at one point as God Tier, <laughs> which is pretty funny. She's like, I'm God Tier, and then <laughs> as she walked by me, I was like, that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, again, probably not for everyone. Probably worth checking out if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I think it's probably the best game that Rooster Teeth have made so far, um, which is cool. It seems they, they, they're evolving. I, I do in their games. Department. I do think their games are getting better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sad that Ruby Grim Eclipse came out when it did. I feel like if that well, was their third or fourth game, well, I feel like it'd be really well, good. Well, because that was largely built from a fan game, wasn't it? And they just sort of... Yeah, it was a yeah. it was a dude that made it, and they hired him, and they developed into a whole thing. And it's still really... It's fun. It's fun enough. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It has, um, it, the idea has potential just because I love... I love, I'm a sucker for those sort of games. I have put so many yep. hours into stuff like Dynasty Warriors, anything that's sort of hack and slashy. Yeah. Yep. It's just, I feel like it was too spongy. The The combat for the different characters was a bit samey, but there's that idea. Yep. Like, I would love for them to revisit that Ruby idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, And I, I really like the Ruby characters as well. I've fallen behind like two or three seasons with the show, but um, I really like the characters from Ruby. Uh, so it was fun to play as that like core ruby team um but yeah anyway um this is supposed to be lightning round streets of rogue you called me out for it on the podcast i put you on blast (laughs) you did you did um look it's fine i it's it's i i i I played a bit of it when we were were in the hospital um it's it's fine it's it's an interesting concept i just feel like it was a bit it's a bit samey um and it was nothing really drawing me back to it as such a shame it is a shame. Uh, it's cool though. Like you can play like all the multitude of characters you can play as with different abilities. Um, like the hacking stuff is really cool, but it just seems a bit. It works against you a bit too much if you want to play. You know how like games when there's like you know there's a stealth option or there's a hacker option, and it's just like yeah cool. Well, why would I play that? Because I'm gonna get fucked over by the enemies anyway. Yeah. Um. So it had a bit of that to it. Um. It is. It's, yeah. It's a top down, twin stick roguelike um and yeah it procedurally generated but there is like missions you can accomplish there's like stuff you can upgrade in like your home base and things as well but the art style is fine it was just fine like i it, i enjoyed it but i'm not chomping at the bit to go back to it so um that's a real lightning round one there <laughs> throw that one out there um what else have i got uh this will be pretty quick as well uh so while we're on uh, while i was on break as well um the dlc for the messenger came out uh picnic panic so from sabotage games one of my favorite games of last year uh one of my favorite games it's just it's an awesome game i love everything about it the visual style between the 8-bit and 16-bit stuff the two of them both of them 
yeah, the two different visual styles and then the soundtrack, again, both styles as well. Uh, and the fact that it switches on the fly at certain points, it's just, and the, the, the platforming is tight and and super rewarding when you get the hang of it. Um, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. If you haven't played The Messenger, please go and play it because especially because I want more of these DLCs and they said they're only going to do them if the game sells well. Um, I think it's selling well because I think it appeared in a lot of people's Game of the Year lists. Well, yeah, because well, um, it even it's on PS4 now as well. It's yeah. not just on Switch yeah. and PC. It's 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 reached more platforms, which I think will increase the chance of that happening exponentially. Yeah, um, yeah. Seriously, it's so so fucking good. Uh, and this is just more of it. Um, the stupid uh, irreverent humor is still there as well. Like the very like fourth wall breaking stuff is still there to the point where they're like, oh, it's you know, it's basically a what if section like it's an alternate universe thing so instead of uh dealing with like time travel it's dealing with different dimensions now uh and i feel like they're setting up for other things um but it was only like four or five hours long it was like a, a nice solid chunk of dlc uh, a whole bunch of new no new no new abilities um it is recommended that i think you have to have finished the game because you have to have all the abilities to be able to play it basically because it's built around being the the messenger having all uh his abilities to be able to uh traverse the world and and like in combat and boss battles and things like that as well one day i'll get there was like one day i'll finish it yeah dude you should so good um and there's like a uh, there was like two or three boss battles um the last one was fucking awesome uh because it changed it's a different Completely style, different style of gameplay, and I won't mention it, but it's it is based on a game that is already that, that already exists, and it knows it, and it just copies it, and it's great. Interesting. Um, I, I honestly, I want to so I want to go and look it up now just to see what it is. Yeah, I'll tell you once we finish recording if you don't, if you, you don't really care, but um, it's so cool. Uh, but yeah, that's worth a play, and it was free DLC as well. So if you buy the Messenger now, you get that DLC for free as well, which is awesome. Um, Sabotage Games, please keep making more of that DLC because I will play it. I think they said they had plans for three, um, but only if the game's doing well enough to sustain it. And I was like, all right, okay. I don't know what their numbers are like, or whether they haven't really made an official announcement about anything yet, whether they're working on it, but I hope they are because uh, I've really really like that game and i'm not even like a huge fan of like ninja gaiden games that it was you know aping either like it was just a fun game and the humor in it was the writing was so funny uh and and meaningful in some points as well some of the stories that the the shopkeep tells you as well are, are like with the messages behind them and then flipping they're like age-old like moral of the story stories but you know, flipping them on their head a little bit it's cool it's a cool game uh, I said before, my copy of Bloodstained arrived um, right after we'd finished recording the last episode I was on, and uh, I played quite a lot of that. I haven't finished it yet. I will go back to it, um, but I'm not going to drag on about it because um, you sort of covered most of it, but... Um, it's good. As some, Yeah, it's good. It's really good. As someone who's not really played a Castlevania game before... Um, it didn't feel like it, it felt still approachable. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of mechanics to keep in mind. It's but heaps. Yeah. 
but like I, I feel like it, it allows you to dive into it as much as you want. Like you could just get like a sword and be like a sword girl and just go through the whole game. Yeah, absolutely. It up. Um, which is kind of what I've done. I have been using like the abilities and like switching up abilities for different boss fights and stuff like that. Um, some of the boss fights have been fucking hard, but yeah, that um, was probably the thing I noticed most. Like so many of the boss fights was just me just tanking, just yeah, start like yeah. check it, like buying heaps of potions, finding my highest mm-hmm. damage weapon, and just going ham on the enemies and. I mean, maybe there's ways to be clever about it, but I just that ended up being the quickest way through for me, which sort of was a, a bit of a bummer, but still was fun. I feel like having a bit more of a defensive ability, like I know there's the backstep, but like maybe like a, a button combo for an evade. I think there are there is like a for a specific weapon you can use. Well, because that's a thing, right? Because in Symphony of the Night, Alucard could actually equip shields. Right. See that even that would be like all right, cool. So Alucard had two weapon slots basically, and you could have two like two blades or like a blade and an axe or something like that, and you could mm-hmm. swing them both independently, or you could have yeah a shield on one hand, and when you press that button, he would hold a shield up. And I'm not okay. quite sure why there's no shield in this, but yeah, there are yeah. some of the this like the spirits or the soul shards or whatever sort of act like that there's one in particular yeah. but once i got it i'm like i'm never not using this it's called welcome company yeah. and i highly recommend it i do like those i do like the the soul shards and stuff like that as well there's so um, many of them so like <laughs> uh and some of the like the environments have been great like the the train sequence you didn't play yeah. you played a prequel did you no i didn't okay and I heard that it was kind of not required playing, but it, it's not. it does help if you do. That, that, that train section, I'm like, hang on a second. This is the stage from the, the like the prequel demo. And the boss at the end is the boss you fight. That's awesome. And then I sort of started piecing together character names. And I was just like, okay, because there are characters that you are talking to. And I'm like, I played as you in the, in the prequel game. Right. So it's I kind of really get that cool. vibe. Because like some of the characters are all got like specific class specific classes yeah well because okay you know the guy voiced by david hater i forget his name starts with z zengetsu yes zengetsu yeah yeah. so he's the guy i think that you start as in um oh cool in the the prequel one same and i remember playing a lot of the um oh god alfred i think is his name yeah Yeah, i think yeah he's also in the prequel game yeah it's i was yeah because yeah it was one of those things that it didn't occur to me until I was about probably halfway through. I'm like, wait a second. They're the characters I played as in the last game. That's cool. That's, that's pretty cool. That's neat. That's a good reward for playing that prequel game. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, like, it's... I, I've still been really enjoying it. Yeah, I should say, it's not, you don't have to. It's just, if no, you did play it, it's a neat it's a neat payoff to sort of I had see to where heard, characters go. Yeah, I had heard that that was the case, which is pretty cool. Um... Yeah, I've, I've sunk a lot of hours into it. I really liked it. I actually, Karen, I actually did technically finish the game. So you did what I did then? <laughs> yeah. And got the so, game over? Yeah. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? And I, I had I the like, exact ah, same reaction. I don't, I've heard that there is a specific thing that you need to do to get that. And I haven't, I don't know what that is. But um, I did, I did realize because I, when I went into that final fight, like I fucking blitzed it too. I yeah. was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you clean him up. Um and then I I like I went back like after it gave me the game over and I went back into the game and I looked at the map and I'm like, 
Oh, there's like two sections I haven't even expl- even touched yeah. yet. Because I, I, so, I went back and checked my map percentage. I'm like, wow, I've barely even explored this castle. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. Something, something's not right here. I'll have, to, I'll have to come back to this. I think that was when I stopped playing it as well. Not out of like spider or anything. It was just, I was like, all right, I'm, I'll give it a break for a bit. Yeah. I mean, um, what I will say, and it's a problem I sort of have with Symphony as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, honestly, I think I've talked about this a lot. But with okay. anything that's going to be a Metroidvania, sometimes it is too big, right? Yeah. And yeah. I do appreciate that you can warp around in this game. I do think that warp rooms and save rooms could be one room, but whatever. Yeah, uh, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, it was a problem I had with Hollow Knight, and I've had it yeah. definitely in the, in the past with other Metroidvanias. It's just... I don't like to keep going back to it, but I just think that Super Metroid, perfect size. Like, the world's big... Yep. But I never it felt like feels I was big constantly... without actually being big. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't constantly going up. Okay, checking my map, going okay. I've got to go up and then left and then right. And yep. I was I was able to more reliably navigate that world. And it hasn't been as bad in Bloodstained, but I know sometimes those games have that problem, and it's a big part of basically like what makes or breaks a Metroidvania for me. Yeah, and Super Metroid as well does so well in building, like making the world seem so much bigger by what it doesn't show you as well. That's like, true. It's, yes. Yeah, it's, and that's what's so cool about it, that they squeezed so much into, and they were really clever with what they showed and what they didn't show to be able to put as much content onto that cartridge, which is cool. Yeah, it's also worth mentioning that it's the uh, scene surprisingly, surprisingly dialogue heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Especially at the start of that game, it was a lot of text boxes. I'm like, I oh, get it, yeah. I get it, but boy, you could maybe have had a bit less. Yep. Yeah, no, I decided, like, let me, let me just let me get into the game demons. first. <laughs> like, let me, let me cut some demons up, please. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm here yeah. for. Give me that sweet soundtrack and let me just cut demons. That's the best part about, like, well, you know, Hollow Knight as well. Like, Hollow Knight, just, like, it's very cryptic with how it, 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 it doles out that story, but um, it's good. It, 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 I, I quite like that. Yeah, that game, but. but the flip side of that is Hollow Knight, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a fantastic game. It's probably also like 10 hours too long. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, that's with, true. With all the DLC, mm. I, I'm scared to go back to it. Like, kudos to, kudos to Team oh, Terry for, for putting sure. it all and in there. But, yeah. I'm hyped as hell for Silk Song. But Hollow Knight is... Yeah. It's such an intimidating game to think about going back to. Yeah, I I think about it often. I'm like, I, think I saw I a, go back to that. again to go back to recent era. I saw a thread on recent era. It's like, am I playing Hollow Knight wrong? My site, my save files at about thirty hours, and a thread which is full of comments going, no, that's about right. <laughs> like, oh, thirty hours. That's that's an RPG, guys. <laughs> I think mine was at like forty five. I think I mine. Got, I haven't even. I haven't even beaten the game. No, like, me neither. It, I think oof. mine got to like forty or so before I was just like, maybe I'll take a break, and that was about a year ago. Yeah, me too. It's, I kind of need to start fresh when I go back to it. It's not a bad idea, actually. I could do that. Anyway, but uh, Bloodstained, I, I enjoyed it. I just haven't picked it up again for a little while. Yeah, I, But I did play it for like two weeks, two and a half exactly. weeks solid. Like, that Sometimes was you just need a break. All I'm playing. Um, yeah, and uh, clearly by the list of things that I've been playing, like it's, I, I've been, I've been busy. Um, what else have I got? Uh, Lapis Labyrinth. This will be a nice short one as well. Um, I I was interested in this because it looked kind of fun. In, I think I can't remember where I saw it. It was like a indie's present, uh, an indie's presentation. 
It Switch. looks colourful, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but then I watched that. Jim Sterling did a, a like a gameplay impressions. impressions of it. Yeah, Jim impressions of it. Yeah, and he was just like, it's just. It's just like an endorphin hit after endorphin hit, and it is. It's, it's literally like, it's literally like playing the pokies, but you win every time. Um, the the basic premise is there's a pretty light on story. You you're an adventurer. You go to this town, and it used to be like a thriving town. Now the, the woods have gotten spooky and and haunted and something, and so you're one of like the heroes that would come there to try and like slay them have started to dry up, so, which means the businesses in the town have dried up. And you're potentially one of the last heroes to arrive there. So you pick a class at the start. Um, and you can build a team of four. Uh, I think there's like eight or nine classes to pick from, varying from like um, like fighter and like shield bearer and gunner uh, up to uh, like sorcerer and uh, necromancer. Um, and yeah, you build a team and they all stack on top of each other and they're all like cute anime chibi characters and it's all in japanese like except for the obviously the the text boxes and things amazing um so it's all japanese voice acting um and you can customize them very 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 mildly but you can customize each of your characters uh and then you basically go into you run quests to try and clear out this uh this forest and get to see what's going on in there and basically your team is stacked up on top of each other so the character on the bottom is like the active character um, and that you're basically in control of them. Um, you can use the other characters up uh, above you as well in like team up attacks. And then there's like if you build up a meter, certain there's a lot of things going on. If you build up a meter long enough, you can hit I think R R two or like L R two, and it'll do like a four person team attack and just sort of just fucking it's bright colors central, um, and then. You can switch between them as well, your active one. Uh, and it's basically going through these like side-scrolling platforming levels and just chopping things up or using magic on them uh, and exploring the levels. And after a while, though, you have a fever meter up in the top right-hand corner. Uh, if you feel that, it goes into fever mode, and that's when shit gets even more chaotic. Jesus because Christ, okay. <laughs> everything that you hit uh, and like every enemy that you hit and kill, uh, or you become invincible for starters, Every enemy that you hit and kill explodes into gems, like j- just colorful gems. And like, it's literally like you've won the pokies. Like everyone's just like bang, 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 colored gems going everywhere. There are certain blocks you can break that if you hit those, they'll explode into gems. Normal blocks explode into gems. It's just gem city. And you're picking up like, it's all just getting sucked in and you're getting like items and things like that. And at the end of each, like you go through like a few floors and you fight a boss and then that's the end of that quest. And at the end, you can like go back to the town and re-equip, uh, switch out heroes. You can equip them with better weapons and armor uh, and items they can use in the dungeons as well. And it's it's mindless fun. It is just mindless it's, fun. It sounds like pay out the game. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's and it's not overly taxing. I've lost a couple of characters a couple of times. So if you one of your characters goes to like zero health, um. Because basically, you get, there's like a combo meter as well that increases the payout, I think, uh, of enemies when you kill them. And if you get hit, that goes back to zero. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So one of your... Um, like a multiplier. It is, yeah. It, it, that's 100% what it is. Um, and then if a character goes down, they'll sort of fall out of your little totem tower stack of characters and it'll go to the next person in line. 
Um, and then to get them back up, you've just got to walk over them and you pick them back up. The problem oh, with okay. that is because it, it's so chaotic and sometimes it's really hard to know. It's probably <laughs> one of the biggest downsides of the game is it's so yeah. hard to know what's going on sometimes. Oh, God. Um, I've, I literally got to like... <laughs> and if you go too far away from it, that character's gone until you finish the dungeon. Um, or you die or outright. And I got to like the boss fight and I'm like, why have I only got three ca- Oh, no. <laughs> I lost one. <laughs> oh boy, I didn't even realize Rest I was too in busy. Peace, too busy buddy. just look like my pupils dilating at all the bright colors that were appearing on the screen. Um, but like, it's honestly like it's so. I just felt like something, like playing something that was just mindless fun that I could put on uh, play while I was watching podcasts, um, and, t- and stuff on TV, and it was perfect for that. And I've I've gone back to it a couple of times. I'll probably still go back to it every now and then. It's just, it's just when you just want to play a game, but you don't know what you want to play, and you don't really want to think. It's basically like the popcorn blockbuster movie of games, where it's just like, I know what this is. It knows what this is. Let's just go have some fun. Um, <laughs> that's a, it's a good pitch. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I think the price for it is a bit way too high. Um, yeah, I, is it? What is the price normally? Forty-five bucks. Um, it's oh, steep. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. pretty steep. I think I paid for, for a popcorn-ish game. Like, yeah. For a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's and I've heard the but, campaign's like again, twenty hours long. So like, there's enough content there, but it, it is samey. It is samey. Yeah, I, I have I have watched the trailer, and it it is a visual feast. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely check the trailer out for that one if you if you're curious about because then you would just be like, oh no, he's right. Yeah, that's a hundred percent what it wow. is. <laughs> um, he's not overreacting whatsoever, as I sometimes tend to do. Um, all right, we're getting to the, we're getting to the point again now. Uh, division two, it's still great. I love it. I keep playing it. I can't believe it. it. Every, every time just, this comes up, I will always damn. say, I can't believe it. It's just so good. And I have nothing new to add to the conversation. I just feel like I need to keep saying it. I think at least like four times every conversation that we have, it's just like, man, fuck division is so good. It's so good. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I didn't like the first one. No, nope. I didn't really like the beta to the nope. second one. Nope. But I love the second one. <laughs> the second one is so good. And, like, we were literally talking before we started recording about, like, oh, no, I think it was in the show earlier on. We were like, yeah, I'm shelling out for that that season pass. Like, Yeah. 100%. You know what, actually? I don't think we've, you and I have had a chance on the show to talk about the post-game. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. What do you think it, of it? I, I really like it. I, it's a bit yeah. overwhelming at first. And it's a bit it is. <laughs> frustrating because I'm, like, not I'm not a completionist or anything like that. But when I'm playing games, like like an Ubisoft game where it's like clear areas, I'm like, ah, look at all this work. Oh, it's all ruined. Oh, going back and clear. Oh, you've ruined it again. Oh. Like, yeah. It took a while to adjust to that. It, it, yeah. it, happens, it happened immediately to me because, yeah, obviously you finish the last mission and then post-game starts with Black Task and all that. And you're like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to fast travel over here to do it. Nope. The control point's gone. God yep. damn it! I can't fast travel anywhere. Back to it's okay. Like I'll, I'll just go. I'll just go on fast travel to the campus. Oh. Nope. It's been, it's been blockaded by the black tusk. God damn it! <laughs> um, it's okay. I, I'll go free it. I'll go free it. So you do that, and you fast travel. You do your things. You go over the other side of the map, do some stuff. All right. I'll just fast travel back to the campus. Black tusk. Yep. They've it's almost it down like, again. It's almost like a really interesting. It's it's a, like if a games as service did new game plus. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just like you're back to square one. You got all your cool shit and your levels and your abilities, but you're back it, to square honestly, one. Enemies are harder. It almost feels like it because yeah. the world repop like Black Tusk mixed things up a, a lot. Honestly, 
Yeah. They have enough unique units to make going back through that world much scarier. Yeah. And there's nothing the... more terrifying than like running down the street and then hearing the sound of a drone doing a patrol. Yep. And just being like, I, I, I actually, need to get, I need to hide. I, is that the big drone? But yeah, the air, like, I actually, actually hadn't encountered one of them until yesterday. Oh, hadn't you? And... They're pretty scary. They go down not too badly when you actually fight them, but they shred you oh, man. in the open. So do you know what I know how I felt afford it? I managed to, I, I encountered it on a, like a corner block on the block of a corner. Mm-hmm. Corner of a block. Anyway, um, I ended up running back into an alleyway and oh. basically like it kept yeah. sweeping in front of me. So I threw my turret out into the middle of the street. So I was doing constant damage to it and it would sweep by. I'd unload it into it with my LMG and it'd go away and I'd be like, all right, cool. I don't know. How am I doing for armor? Yeah. All right. I'll use an armor pack on that. Right, here it comes again. And I just kept doing that until it eventually went down and I was like, well, now I know how to attack those. And uh... yeah, uh, I also did a similar thing, except I was on under some cover. Like there was like a, I think like a walkway above me. Yep. And I would just poke my head out and like have some, like take about five shots with my snipe, like the, a gun, yep. which would do a decent amount of damage and then hide when it saw me. Because mm. again, if I was out of cover for like a few seconds, it would be like, not nah, yep. all your armor's gone. I'm like, oh God. Yep. Okay. You are still scary. It's not like I, I'm cheesing you. But if I slip up, like, I'm dead. You will just melt me. And I guess that's what the cool thing about it is as well. Like, Black Tusk are, they are next level, but they are not impossible. Like, they're not no. bullet sponges. They're just, they play like a, a player would. They play like you would. Yeah. They, that's they... what I like about them. It sort of introduces, essentially, like, AI-controlled division agents. Because yeah. they, they do have abilities and stuff like that. And I know the other factions had classes and stuff. Like, you had the shield guys... Or the like the highest of those guys who would like huff the gas and charge at you with their knives yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. The Black Tusk it has classes. They have the guys with fireflies. They've mm-hmm. got guys with drones. They've got the robot dogs. The ta- like it's just there's nothing. It's a lot. There's nothing better than seeing like a, a drone uh, support character like throwing a couple of drones up into the air. Oh yeah. And shooting them so they explode and deal damage to the character who just put them up there. It's just like. Yeah. Oh god, that feels good. And it's it's like massive damage as well. Yeah, it's like because it, and it's burning damage as well, so it continually does damage yeah. over time. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I found something I new it. in Division Two. Really? Day, okay. Actually. It's not it's not new new, but I was doing some googling. I'm like, what can I do? I'm playing the game solo. What's what's what is there? Uh, so I started. There's a, a website you can go to, Joel, and I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Everyone who plays the Division is like, well, duh. But I think it's <laughs> Division Two Map dot com or something like that. Okay. It just gives you the map and a list of all the collectibles and all the things. And uh, I found these things called, like, the, the masks. Okay. And so to get the masks, basically you've got to kill these specific hunters. All right. And to get these hunters to spawn, you've got to go to specific points and do certain things. Like, for example, I found one in the most south, it's the southeastern most part of the map. Okay. We had to go to, like, a memorial and, like, salute it at night. Oh. And then, like, smoke bombs popped off, and a essentially, again, sort of like Bike Tusk, I guess a division like character drops in, and he just. He destroyed me. <laughs> he had, like, he would constantly have drones out, and I couldn't get enough damage on him. But there's a few of those scattered through the map, and I want to team up with you guys and go kill them. Oh, I'm in, Kyron. I'm in. But. They sound. They sound. They seem really fun. Before, before we get. Hey, carried away again with the division okay, um, all right okay all, all right. i all i wanted to say was i've just i am still having so much fun with it in solo and i've teamed up with you guys a couple of nights as well it's so just, good it is so fucking good 
Um, and it I was cannot honestly, believe it. it was it was one of the big reasons why I went back to Anthem. I was playing Cataclysm, and it just didn't it was it just didn't work because yep. I so like I boot up Anthem, I load the game, like cool. I go to Fort Tarsus. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll go like X through the story they're giving me. I'll go and get my javelin. Cool. I'll go on an expedition. Cool. Load screen. All right. Okay. I'm finally in there. Then I booted up the vision. You drop into the White House, and it's like, cool. The world's like there. Fifteen minutes that way. Yep. We'll we'll put we'll give you a load screen if you want to fast travel, but otherwise you can just run. And it's like, thank you. Just I just want to get in there and do stuff. Yep. And just and then like yeah, mission for we we we've talked about this so many times before, but it's just I know it's so good. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it again, game of the year time because. Mm-hmm. Whew, by golly, it's going to be in my list. It's creeping up, Joel. Yeah. It's creeping up. Yep. The more I play it, the more I fall in love with it. And yeah, Oh, it's man. It's so good. It's great. Um, all right. Last two things really quickly. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for August came out. Uh, Sniper Elite 4. Haven't played it yet. But I mentioned before, and now I'm in like you know temporary possession of a PlayStation VR headset. Uh, and also, I like racing games. So Wipeout Omega Collection... Oh, seems like a pretty solid choice. Um, so it's one now, of the, the plus games. You were telling me mm-hmm. you hadn't played Wipeout. I think I dabbled very, very, very briefly. Um, and yeah, I that's I yep, it's a crime that I haven't because I don't, I can't, I oh, the music, oh the speed, God. the uh, the game itself. I'm like, this is a it's a Joel game. The music. It took me a while to realize because I'm like, oh, this music is all really good, and, and it took me a while to realize it's until so I. Um, I picked up on a track that I'm like, I know this track. There's licensed music, and I was like, that's fucking knife party. Hell yeah, let's go. Um, the soundtrack is real. Oh, good. it's so good. So, um, the Omega Collection incorporates 2048 yep. Fury, which is a PS Vita one. Yeah, Fury, which is PSP. No. Uh well, because Fury and HD both came out on PS3. Right. Okay. Um. So those are the three that it comes with. Um. I've only really played. I played a little bit of Fury just because I wanted to jump into it and have a look. Um, but I've mainly played 2048. Um, and yeah, like I said, I played it in VR. And holy fucking shit, yeah. Kyron. So just describe VR to me. Like, how does it... Oh my god, where do I begin? So for starters, there's a whole bunch of different customization options um, to your like the, to suit your level of vr intensity basically <laughs> yeah okay. Make, because this game is fast so that makes yeah. sense yeah uh and so you can basically like you can put um the field of view so it puts up like blinders down the side of the thing so it's just facing forward um you can lock the camera view to uh the ship itself so uh or you can lock it to the pilot so if you're locked mm-hmm. to the ship it's like a static camera view that you can sort of look around but it's not super vr um, but it's still like you're in the cockpit and, and again, I'll get to that in a minute, but, um, if you have it locked to pilot, you can look all the way around and like, look down. Uh, cause, and you fucking better believe I turned everything off. I was like, let's go, let's get fully into this. And Jesus Christ, Kyron, it is so much fun. <laughs> I haven't had this much fun playing like a VR title at like, that wasn't like a, an experience based thing. That was me. I was literally sitting on an exercise ball in the middle of my lounge room with this fucking PSVR headset on. Griffin and Ash had gone to bed. I was sitting there and I'm just like, this is this is great. This is so much fun. And I played for like, I think an hour and a half and I didn't even realize it. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's really cool. Uh, you can look around because it, the view for it is like in cockpit view. 
I think you can change it. Uh, I, mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you can change it. I think you can go outside as well. I didn't try that because I generally play racing games in like dashboard view anyway. Like like I'm like bonnet view car. Bold in a game like this. <laughs> yeah. Also not really because the reason I do that is because it helps with cornering. So I, I feel like I can judge the corner a lot easier. Um, and once I got used to the controls, it really does help with that. Um, but being able to sit in this cockpit and see... Like, look down and see, like, the pilot's hand on the joystick and, like, the throttle. And then the HUD is all on the actual ship. So it's all, like, on a control panel in front of you. So you can see, like, yeah. your um your, like your health meter, your armor meter, and, um like, your time and everything. It's on the actual cockpit of the ship. And it's just, it was so immersive for me sitting on an exercise ball in my, fr- in my land room. Um, it's... If you own a VR headset or you know someone who does, chances are they've got PlayStation Plus. You've got no excuse. This game is a must-play in VR. It's a must-play in general. I'm really enjoying it. Cause I... Wipeout is a game... I remember when Sony closed Studio Liverpool, mm. I was so sad. Yeah. I'm still sad because I don't know if we're ever going to get a new Wipeout. Yeah. But at least we have the Omega Collection. Because at least this makes up for me never getting an F-Zero game anymore. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, It's, yeah, I definitely get the, I get the DNA and uh, that's within it uh, of F-Zero. Because, I mean, Wipeout's been around for a while, right? It's not like it's exclusively come out and gone, oh, F-Zero works, I'll be like that. Yeah. But with F-Zero entering its dormancy after Mm. GX, rest in peace, man, that game is probably still my favorite Nintendo racing game. You need to play that. Uh, it's so good, man. It's so fucking good. Uh, to have Wipeout sort of filling that gap now, now because I think I just I did I had honestly hadn't played it before the PS3 ones. Yeah, but I played them and I was just like, I'm in, baby. I just I never got around to it. And I know I've I've heard you speak fondly of them for so long, and it sh- like you said, it should be a game that I've played, and I, I'm really enjoying yeah. it now that I'm in. <laughs> Absolutely, um, it's hard, man. Some it oh, is. It's very tricky. It's like I've sort of hit a bit of a roadblock. I'm like trying to un- like grind out to get like better ships with like more handling or speed or something. Um, I really love the combat races because they remind me of Burnout, like the um, yeah, like uh, the takedown modes where it's just like crash as many See, cars as you can. That's why I think you'd like F Zero GX or F Zero in general. Oh. Like, cause my I was talking to Brennan about it the other day. My favorite thing about F Zero GX is being like, okay, cool, this is the race, this is the track. Here you are with 30 other races. Yep. And then by the end of a race, I've knocked out like 10 yep. of them. I'm like, no, you're dead. You're dead. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Just like, I qualified how I killed half the competition. It counts. I love I love in the combat races. Metal, please. I love in the combat races because like all weapons are live for most of them. Um, and there's like the voiceovers for when enemies get pickups and when you get pickups. And the ones that when you get pickups are like ship specific. So they have different voices, which is a nice touch. Like all those little details are great. Um, and the design of the ships. They, they, they care. Like, the ships all feel really unique yeah. and look cool. And, like, I, I really, like, I I was I said to you the other day, I was like, I'm just trying to figure out which team I want to, like, pledge my allegiance to completely. Uh, I haven't figured it out yet because I'm still unlocking ships, but... You'll get um, But, yeah, and, and like, <laughs> when you do those combat races, because there's so many pickup spots on the, on the on the track, it's just like... It's like, shield, it's shield, turbo, shield, turbo, turbo, turbo. Rockets, turbo, missile, and you're like, Jesus Christ! It's like an assault on the sensors. Uh, it is a lot. There's a lot going. Combine on. that with VR. It's just it's it's a lot. But I loved it. 
<laughs> I loved it so much. Um, but I really like the machine gun power up, mostly because I just love the sound that it feels. You feel like a badass, like swinging in behind someone and just like just unleashing the machine yep. gun. I do like that. I'm also really bad with it. Um, oh yeah, I'm terrible, but I just love that sound and just like coming around a corner with yep. it. But obviously missiles. Missiles are, the best, are yeah. like fucking god tier. Um, <laughs> you get a run, you just get missile after missile, and you're like. Oh, Yes, 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 yes. Also, that that the plasma one's pretty cool as well. But again, hard to yeah, get with. Yeah, um, I do like I, I like the way it controls. It's it's not like much that I've played before in terms of like using the shoulder buttons to drifting in games. Like racing games is a pretty common thing, but this it, it's not always essential. It is like mandatory in this being able to yep like use those like um I can't remember what they're called like air brakes or something like that. Yeah, I think the air brakes. Mm, so yeah. you've got like a left and a right air brake that you can use to help corner. Um, and knowing, getting used to that took a while. But like when you get the, um, doing the, uh, what are they called? Um, the, the, the never ending modes. Um, oh, yeah. I know what you yeah. mean, but I don't know the game. Basically it starts, it starts at like D level and it's like really slow and it gets faster and faster and faster. It's going to keep you going. You've got to keep going as long as you can until your ship blows up basically. Um, I love those. Those are so cool. That's cool. And it really does teach you to get used to that cornering technique, um, especially because some of the and tracks... It's, are honestly, like, it's essential. Yeah, well. it is. Um, but sometimes I'm just getting to the point... I, I got to the point where I was just like, the ship I'm in, I'm doing everything as perfect... I feel like as perfect as I can at this stage, and I'm still coming fifth. And it's really frustrating. <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to... The games get real yeah, hard. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just going to grind out run it out a little bit so I can try and like go back and maybe do some of the older ones. Maybe try and keep plugging through, just getting places. Don't worry about getting the ultra pass. Um, and gotta give it ultra pass. Oh, dude, I, I, the first few <laughs> logged into such a false sense of security. They're like ultra pass. You're awesome at this game. And then it went, what if we turn the actual game on now? And I went, Oh shit, I'm bad at this. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, I have to play the game now. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to keep plugging away at that as well. Um, but I've saved my favorite for last, though, Kyron. Um, That's cool. It's okay. So I, I'm it's ready. also more so that you, you can like you can like tune out of the call for like you know 15 minutes if you want. No, I, that would be rude. <laughs> I'm ready. Do it, Joel. Do um, it. Let's all right. do it. I'm ready. So Let's go. one of the... Uh, I, I would say it's like almost like the, uh, the Battle Royale of strategy games uh, phenomenon that has like really sort of come into its form uh, this year in particular um, is the auto chess phenomenon. So basically auto chess is a chess-like... I'm taking this from from Wikipedia because I want to get it right. Uh, Chess-like competitive multiplayer strategy video game. Uh, It basically involves using um, pieces, uh, like characters or heroes, but they do refer to them as pieces as well, uh, onto a board, an 8x8 grid-shaped battlefield uh during a preparation phase after everyone's done that um all the timer runs out it goes to the combat phase where all your units will just fight and they will just fight each other until one team is the winner one team hasn't got any units left on the board and then that team is the, the other team is the winner and you go into the next round and there's another preparation phase so it's this really like consistently paced like strategy game now if you've listened to the show before, strategy is not my strong point. Um, it's not something that I would actively seek out. Um, but I'd heard a lot about auto chess, and 
I was sort of a little bit curious about it. Um, I'm also not a, I'm not a fan of, I've played like three matches of Dota and it was fucking confusing and I have no idea about it. I have Dota 2. Mo- MOBAs, uh, they are a thing. Yeah. Um, and the one that I played that I actually got is pretty much winding down now. So, um, uh, I was like, so I, there was nothing really drawing me to this ap- apart from just hearing people talk about it. Uh, and I actually watched Ian Hink from the Easy Allies as uh, one of his like weekly videos he does, uh, which is Easy Update. He did like Let's Play Dota Underlords. Uh, and I was like, all right. And a couple of days before that, I'd uh, caught up with uh, a good friend of ours, Josh. Uh, and he was telling me he's been playing Team Fight Tactics, which is basically the uh, League of Legends auto chess game. And I was like, all right, tell me, like, give me the rundown on auto chess. Like, what's the deal? And he gave me like a bit of a blow for blow of how it works. And I was like, okay, this seems pretty interesting. So, and then I watched that video of Ian Hinks and I'm like, all right. And it was back when we didn't have internet. And I saw it was on mobile as well. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to give it a go. I downloaded it on my mobile and the rest is history, Kyron. Um, <laughs> because now <laughs> I am a fan of Dota Underlords. I'm still not amazing at it, but I'm getting better at having strategies Look, and seeing how... You don't have to be amazing at something to enjoy. No, and that's I'm still enjoying it. Um, the cool thing, the thing I've read about Dota Underlords as well, if you are curious about Auto Chess, because there is a game called Auto Chess, um, which I think basically ripped off a, a Dota 2 community mod called Dota Auto Chess. It's a Chinese game called Auto Chess that it's just called Auto Chess. Um, it's a little bit different to that. Uh, and then there's Team Fight Tactics, um, and I think that's all of the main ones at the moment. Um, but I'm Barely yeah, I was going to say I would. I have a theory about one that I would really like to see, um, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, and uh, a lot of people playing the League of Legends one and Dota Underlords. Uh, what I heard about Dota Underlords and what I saw when I watched Ian Hink play it, it seemed fairly accessible, um, and it also has a bot mode single player bot mode so you can go in and the cool thing about the bot mode in dota underlords is you because uh, each round has a timer uh and at first when you're trying to read what all the different units are doing and all the different alliances and all that sort of stuff when you're trying to read all that and really soak it in a timer does not help <laughs> so you can play um on easy medium hard uh, and you can select um like at my own pace and you can click that button and you can play against bots so that it basically disables the timer and it doesn't progress to the next round or the next phase until you're ready. So you can go in, you can look at what everything's there uh, and then really decide and start to get a feel for how things go. And then you can turn that off and then start to get into the, how the game flows normally, um, which is really cool. And that's honestly how I got through. Um, like the, the, I guess it's not, it's not the... Um, the barrier of entry is not overly high. It's one of those games that's like easy to pick up, difficult to master. That classic like just one more turn feel to it. Um, so basically, the the way it works, like I said before, um, eight by eight grid battlefield. You start the first round. Uh, the first three or four rounds, I think, of Dota Underlords particularly are like loot rounds. So the way they work is you fight against. If you're playing against other players, you fight against AI characters, and they're pretty easy. And they're all about just beating them down and getting like um, a, the, your first few units, basically. Uh, and a, sort of starting to get a feel for what your build's going to be for that match. 
because the way it the game starts and you've got like a shop and it gives you i think six or eight characters to choose from at the top like pieces um and it's rng so you just go all right cool uh this time i'm going to go with this character and you pick one of them and you place them on the the, the on the board uh and now all the characters have different like alliances so basically different races classes whatever you want to call them and they all work together with other classes and whatnot um so you pick your unit it goes into battle it generally will always win because at least the first two like one to two rounds um the third round if you fuck up it can it like it takes a lot to fuck it up but you can lose that round Uh, and at the end of that you get an item you can equip that item to that to a piece on the board so there's like items that can do like you know uh 100% move speed and 25% damage like or plus 25 oh, damage. Okay. So kind of like Dodo items almost from what I gather from what I've played of Movers uh in particular Dodo there is items involved and that's where I like was like no this is too much. Um here makes sense. Uh and then you go through those and then to eventually like the fourth or fifth round you come up against your first like actual opponent. Um and then after each round, you also get gold, which you use to spend on getting more pieces. Um, to uh, And you can also level up, so you can put more pieces out on the board. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, say, um, Hearthstone, or like a card game like that, where you get gold, you get to a certain level. and uh, So like you start off level one, two, three, after the first few rounds. So you can essentially start off with having three units out. And then from there, it's all about like getting XP from winning, or leveling it up with gold. Um, you also get, after each round, uh, gold for uh, winning. You get gold for having a winning streak. You'll get an extra gold. You'll also get, uh, after, from 10 onwards, every 10 gold that you have, you get interest. So at 10, you get an extra one. At 20, you get an extra two. At 30, you get an extra three. At 40, you get an extra four. And 50, extra five. It caps out at 50. So some of the strategies I've, I've sort of seen that is the a good common one to, to employ is to try and save up till you get to 50 and only like try and balance your gold each term. Don't go buck wild with buying stuff. Um, and then you're going to get that at least um, five gold every round end. So you balance it out that way. How much do things generally it varies so it starts off everything's usually like one to two gold then it gets up like the 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 quality of the units can get better um you can also re-roll as well so you can pay two gold and re-roll the shop and you can do that as many times as you want as as many times as you've got gold um to do it um so because that comes into the next part is like leveling up units so when you get a unit or like a piece it's one star um to get it to two stars you need two more of that same unit and it will level it up to a two star then to get to a level three star you need to get another two level two stars which means buying level one stars of that particular class or that particular piece does that make sense yeah yeah i'm following it's it sounds familiar just based on my time with a couple of right yeah i was gonna say it's very much like that um and yeah and then it caps out at, at, at like three stars, so that, that that's as powerful as you can get. So you, you you're constantly trying to balance having enough pieces on the board, also trying to get enough of the same specific 
piece to level up those pieces to become stronger. Um, and at certain levels, they get um, uh, different abilities and stuff as well. But um, Or they just become stronger and get a bigger health bar. But then also there's uh, alliances, which are basically like the types of... Um, so this sniper might be like a ranged and like weapons type like like long range weapons type um and you get like a little feed on the side of your screen that tells you how many you've got of each of the types that you've got of all your pieces and so you want to work towards if you level up a certain spot by having say it needs two to get to level one you have two units on the board it'll give you like uh like you know mineral uh you'll get more mana per second or something like that uh, this is not really how it goes but you get like different abilities that work together when you've got more of the same type on the board um so you want to try and get those like combinations together so it's almost like having like magic the gathering by like building specific decks like deck building um it sounds super overwhelming and it definitely sounds like something i would never ever touch but for some reason i cannot stop playing it i'm at like 31 hours on steam at the moment uh and this was like two weeks ago when i decided to start playing it i was gonna say off your description definitely not gonna play it honestly yeah that's fair it's totally fair i totally get it um it's all right once 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 i get get in brendan's ear that's who i'm gonna try and get i'm gonna try and get into to to, to come and see with me you'll have to prime back away from world of warcraft first (laughs) that's fine this is another fantasy um but yeah i'll fight you if you come between me and him and final fantasy 14 i'll fight you with my fists look it's fine he can play on his phone while he's he's, you know grinding um anyway (laughs) it's honestly it's got a so it's in early access at the moment it's free to play on steam like if you morbidly curious about um the auto chess phenomenon if you've heard it being spoken about i highly recommend you at least check out um though i haven't tried any i briefly like literally like five minutes tried auto chess um but there's like creeps and stuff involved in that and i'm like mm, i don't know um and i think team fight tactics tactics is very similar um but what josh was telling me about that is because he plays a lot of league of legends he knows the heroes that that are in it so he knows he already knew what combos would work with other like what heroes would work with other heroes to combo up to make those alliances basically so that's the thing right if, if you pair this with the right ip yes like i can see myself becoming more susceptible to it so that's where i wanted to get to i could see in my mind for some reason i saw like an overwatch version of this okay but you could even extend that out now that heroes of the storm is basically on the way its way out you could maybe replace heroes of the storm with like heroes of the storm 2.0 it's an auto it's an auto chess game um, and I fucking would play the shit of that because <laughs> I I know I know those characters a lot, but like the Blizzard universe of characters are, are fair, a bit more than I do the Dota world of stuff. But um, give me give me that one or mm-hmm. a Marvel one. Oh yes, Kyron, that's the one. That's for ticket. That's for hot ticket. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, too, you're not collecting these heroes to have in your collection. No. You, yeah, you, it's not, it's you're not grabbing a from a yeah. You're grabbing from a pool that that, yeah. that are there for everyone to basically choose from. Um, it's not like if someone else grabs that character, 
from the store while you're trying to grab it. You've got your own individual store at the start of each round. So it's not like someone's beaten me to grab that sniper that I wanted or that bat rider that I wanted. Um, but there is a battle pass. Um, of course there is. We discussed this earlier. If you're a modern yep. game right now, especially with a multiplayer component, you mm-hmm. are probably going to have a battle pass. Yeah, uh, and this one's pretty good because uh, the cool thing about the battle pass is uh, they've actually just up, they just put out a couple of new patches uh, where they've got casual multiplayer and ranked multiplayer. Uh, I am happy to say I have won at least one game online. Very Congratulations. Proud I'm proud of you. Very proud of myself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's out of quite a few that I've played online. Uh, but, but generally, because it's not called a battle pass, it's called a proto pass. But uh, you can play against bots on hardcore setting and earn XP towards your proto pass. Um, so, and honestly, like, I think the, the best I've done against the, the, the hardcore bots is just cause like my late game is so bad uh, and the wheels fall off and I'm just like ah, <laughs> frantically trying to like balance money and like trying to upgrade these heroes. And then I'm just getting rolled by these other armies. Um, but, uh, I think I've gotten to like third against the hardcore bots, which I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with. Joel, if um, it helps, that sounds really impressive to me. Yes, and that's why I brought it up, because I was going to make myself feel good. <laughs> good work, Joel. Once again, <laughs> thank, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, no, Zero but, context so... of knowing how that <laughs> really plays out in the grand scheme of things. I am proud of you. Um, but you've also got dailies as well. So you, I, yeah, I think you can do like dailies. five or six dailies uh, before you have to wait another 24 hours to get some. They're on a timer. Um, but those, I've, I'm at like, I just hit level 10 on my proto pass just by playing against, mostly playing against bots. And you don't get much from playing and losing quite, you know, significantly against them. Um, but those dailies boost it heaps. So it's like make five three-star heroes. And so it, it all stacks. It doesn't have to be in a single game where it like might be um, do 400,000 lifesteal uh, or, you know, evade 200 times. Um, and then from there you start building character, you start building um, team builds based around that a little bit where you're like, cool, well, I need to evade 200 times. So I'm going to go with like elusive because they, if I have more elusive units on the board, they get like a 40 and then a 60% chance to evade an enemy attack. So yeah, you, you start to like build it around that and you, you can get those, uh, those, uh, proto pass rewards, which are just like cosmetic stuff, like, um, celebration, like flares or like banners, um, and, and things like that. But honestly, I really, really, really like it. I find myself playing it almost daily now. Um, and I don't even play it on my phone anymore. I just play it on my PC. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm very excited about about uh, auto chess because I'm like, oh, cool. It's a phenomenon of a game, a game phenomenon that I'm actually interested in. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, understand. Um, so, yeah. And on that note... That will end your... You can wake up now, Kyron. It's fine. I'm awake, man. Yeah, I'm here. No, no it's fine. I it's was, fine. I'll be completely honest. I was listening to this and I'm like, come on, give me something. Sell me somewhere. But I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. not fair. But like I said, different IP, like an IP that I'm really invested in. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, maybe. I think it's... Yeah, I think... I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, it's fair enough if you don't think it's for you. I, I feel like you might get a kick out of it a little bit. Um, especially with Dota Underlords, because you can play against bots, so you don't have to feel like 
you're just getting just pounded by other human players constantly to like learn the game you can take your time you can go through and really like look at what each character does uh and, and like what their abilities are and how they're going to work and what you like to work with as well um i also looked up online some strategies for like new players um uh there's there are a couple of different pieces that can like when their minor bars full their abilities they can spawn like a little essentially like a, there's the venomances which can spawn little saplings and it can just keep spawning those so if you level them up enough and put like a say an item on it that's gonna uh you know 100 mana after every attack um it's gonna like keep churning those out and you can just overpower someone with like saplings or um or uh summons basically um there's the lichens which are really cool so like when when the lichen takes enough damage it turns into like a wolf and spawns two little wolves with it um there's the what are they called the shamans i think they're called um goblin shaman or something um but their ability when they, they they've got um full mana bar is they can they turn an enemy piece into a chicken which can't attack and so you just like wail on it um yeah that's hilarious that is actually hilarious yeah and it's got it's the, the visual style is very like valve dota vibe to it it's like colorful but still like mysterious and fantasy-esque um yeah i i really like it the the oh the tusk are really cool too because they're my they're the only one that have like an ability that actually comes up with like the words of the ability on the screen when it, it does it it does a it does a thing called walrus punch where it just it's like a, it just super powerful punch that launches an enemy or two i think if you level it up it gets it can launch more up into the air um and if you do that i've noticed sometimes because again games in early access if you do that sometimes the enemy will just stay up in the air or if it happens to you your your piece will just stay up oh, in the air just get stuck but, but no off the screen and then it slowly floats back down and then it hits the ground <laughs> and just sort of floats through the floor and it fucking makes me laugh every time <laughs> i know it's a bug <laughs> but it's so funny um, because yeah, this character is yeah, like dead and just floating slowly to the ground after being knocked into the stratosphere. Um, oh, yeah, access is so good, you know. Yeah, exactly. The bugs out. Yeah, I mean, like, and again, it's one of those games that's like it's probably going to be in early access for a while, um, because that's the way to get around it when, when things like that do happen. They're like, oh, it's in early access. Like, yeah, really, this game's been up for two years. Like, um. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Like, it's fun just to, to tool around with it and play with some bots and just kill some time. If I, I just want to jump in, and I've been using it to um, well, so I've missed the last couple of our our D and D sessions that we've had, um, and then we record them just for our own personal listening and like catching up before the next session because we play monthly. Um, so I was like catching up on the last couple of episodes of that. Um, so I just turned all the volume and down in the game, and I've been listening to that and also the Adventure Zone D and D podcast while I play, and it's great. I just like it's a great like listen to a podcast because now I know that the units. And I'm not doing a lot of reading. I sort of know which units I like to use and what I gravitate towards more to because I know that they work for me. Um, but yeah, it's kind of almost like I guess my final comment would be it's it's kind of like a fantasy Rube Goldberg machine. Where you set all the pieces up, and then you watch them just knock into each other, and hopefully that you win. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, or like fantasy battle royale. That's because there's like eight players you're play you're going up against, um, and it's just yeah, 
last one last one standing wins because yeah that's right if you lose a round as well you you've got 100 hp and you lose points based on how however many units the other team had still and what level their units were and what round you're in in the game um so it, it escalates that quite quickly and you start to lose okay. if you start going on like because again you can have winning streaks and losing streaks and you get if you, you're on a losing streak you still get at one gold um extra like you would on a winning streak so you can use that as a strategy early on in the game you can tank a few rounds and get a losing streak and get a whole bunch of gold and then and then come back come back buy a whole bunch of units but you've also got to balance it out that you're not losing too much hp so that when you come back you're at like 50 and everyone else is still on like 80 or 90 so how many how many players is it um eight so you and seven oh, other okay so it's yeah like pretty concise um, and then, yeah, every, I think the first few rounds are loot rounds and then you do a few rounds. I think it's like every four or five rounds, you do another loot round yeah. um, and they get harder and harder and harder. Like some of them are really hard. Um, yeah. and they're always the same as they go up. The loot rounds are, so you know what's coming up. Um, there's one with like three, like Triceratops dinosaurs that just fucking rails me every time. <laughs> I have no idea how to, to counteract it cause they keep healing and they do massive damage. Um, and those then, damn Triceratops. Yeah. But the thing is, too, if you lose a loot round, you still get loot. You just don't get as good loot. You, you get to pick from three things that, like, randomly comes up. Um, and there are things like normal items that you can equip to heroes and, like, world-affecting ones that will affect, like, your entire team or even sometimes the other team. Anyway. Interesting. Dota Underlords. It's, it's great. Auto chess, I I feel like it, it's, auto chess. It's a thing. It's getting like people are people are starting to like get around it, and there's a bit of cover, quite a bit of coverage about it. Oh yeah, but, but it's, I, yeah, I fully accept that it's here. Like it's a thing. It's not. It's it's not quite the same as like flash in a pan as say like PUBG battle royale sort of vibe. But whoa, whoa. What you, <laughs> no, I mean like that was much high profile. That was like a flash in the pan. Oh, like, okay. Wow. Yeah, the, light, sorry, not flash in the pan. Lightning in a bottle. But, Lightning in a bottle. That's yeah, the one you mean. That's the one I mean. So it was it's like, like the, it's the exact opposite, but it's fine. Yep, it is one hundred percent. I am aware of that now. I fully admit <laughs> to my mistake. Uh, but yeah, like Lightning in a bottle situation of PUBG, where it was like this thing came out and it fucking blew up. Um, it's it not did. quite there. I think there's a quite a decent play. It's not hard to find a game in Underlords, but it's yeah. I don't know what the other ones are like. Maybe they're a little bit more. Um, Dota Underlords and Auto Chess have mobile versions. Team Fight Tactics doesn't. I was gonna say I have heard that it must be Dota Dota Underlords. One of the benefits it has is you can pick up matches that you was that started on PC on your phone. Yep. Is that true? Yeah, so you, I haven't tried that out, but yes, that's pretty great. Because um, like if you if you disconnect, you can reconnect. The game still goes on without you, and your team will still go in whatever you've got out there. Yeah, I, I guess because it is. Yeah, it plays itself. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's auto chess. So, um, again, like I, I don't know why I'm so into it because I I'm not good at chess and I don't really like playing it. I'm not super great at mobas and like especially Dota. And, and you're not a strategy person. And I'm not a huge strategy person, but for some reason this this game just clicks with me and I really enjoy playing it. Uh, there's something about like setting all your pieces up and then just watching them fight. It's yeah. Look, Joel, whatever it takes to get you into strategy games, I'm not fussed. <laughs> I'm as getting long as there. we get you there. I'm getting there. It's between things like this and Into the Breach, like, I'm getting there, man. We'll get you there. That's all right. Anyway. Soon you'll be ready for Fire Emblem. You can build your team. 
And hey, if you really want to, there is an auto battle option in Fire Emblem. You can make the game play itself. <laughs> it's not the same now. I like I like having control over those ones, but you, you care more about units. That's <laughs> best. That's true. See, like this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I could go on about it. I really, I, I'm really enjoying it, and I swear. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. There's, there's, we know there's a part two to this discussion coming. Probably. Yes. I'm not sure if a person who, who. He's gonna have it direct directed at the nose, but it's coming. It's fine. I w- at least I won't have to like go. I'll I'll word that person up on the all the ins and outs and specifics beforehand. So like, he can listen to the episode. It's fine. He'll exactly. Listen. He he will. I didn't... Listen. Yeah, like I said, mm. I I appreciate what auto chess is. Yep. Uh, and like I said, right IP comes along, I might be convinced. But right now, like the ones that are available. Not really tickling my fancy. That's but... totally fair. And I think, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, if there was the right IP to come along, I think that would be enough to get you over the line. And I, I'm not saying it that would. you're going to, like, go, well, hot damn, I'm a border chess fan now. Like, you might be like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. Like, But I'll dip my toes in if it, if it happens. Exactly. For sure. And let's be honest. If these, if these continue going from strength to strength, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I am, like... 60 to 70 percent can like like convinced that blizzard are working on one right now oh blizzard's definitely yep. gonna do one yeah and i i would not be surprised if at blizzcon this year they they announce it if it and if it's like a blizzard all-stars thing then i'll check that yeah one out for so sure. i i like, think absolutely. again like with like heroes of the storm you know dying off basically i think there is a market there for something like that and auto chess is essentially a mod for a moba so it would be the and naturally, even if they relaunched it as Heroes of the Storm 2.0, like, or something like that, <laughs> Heroes of the Storm 2, now it's auto chess. Like, that's that's the tagline for it. But I I I just have this feeling that they're going to announce one at BlizzCon this year. I mean, Heroes of the Storm is basically wrapping up, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. there's not much yep. life left in that game, and yep, they're stepping back. Like, they're stepping back a lot of stuff. They're really. Activision wants wants games out of them, so yeah. And I think this would fall into line with Activision's business model of like, oh, it's free to play, and we can charge for a battle pass and stuff. So don't get me wrong. So you, you know what you can you can bank on it. Mm-hmm. You can bet on this, right? Yeah. Put money on this next E three. Okay. Bethesda will have one. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Bethesda yeah. will have one. They chase every yep. popular thing. And I reckon they'll do it. They'll do it a weird version of it because they've already got like Elder Scrolls for. So they'll do a Fallout auto chess game. Yeah, probably. They've got Elder Scrolls for their card game, and they've got yeah. Fallout for. It's gonna. Or they go buck. They go buck wild and they do a Doom one. Which honestly, I could see kind of working. I, as soon as you said that, I can see you just going. Actually, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's. Um, is it, that's the thing. Like, it could work for a lot of different IPs. So I think yeah. It's lying kind of dormant at the moment where people are starting to figure out, like, to, to get around it. Um, it's still relatively new to the scene, but I think it's going to have... There's going to be one that comes out that people just go, oh, this is the one. This is going to yeah. get me in the door. Yeah, for sure. Like, the, the ones that are out are definitely... They're calling to the attention of two very... Well, a few very particular audiences. Yeah. yeah. Or it takes us out that breakout one that's maybe got a bit more general appeal, and then... Yeah. Then you'll really start seeing a change. But yeah, like I said, auto chess is here. I accept it. I just don't understand it. And that's just that's just where I'm at. Again, one day. We'll it, get you there. It's open I'm open to change, but right now I just I'm still scratching my <laughs> head a little bit. 
<laughs> we'll get you there. We'll get you there one day. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's the the cavalcade of things that I've played. There are other little bits and pieces in there, but like they weren't obviously weren't that important, so I didn't really decide to bring them. So um, those are the ones that I wanted to really bring to the table. This uh, there's always future so. episodes to come back around to them. That's it. I have I have got some other stuff that I. I intentionally left off because i'm still sort of plugging away at and i want to actually give them the time of day for it and there might be a bit of time to talk about that considering we are a month out to a sequel that of that said game um I forgot how close it was until just today mm-hmm. yeah uh but yeah that's that's it for me well you know what that means joel if that's it for you yeah then that's really it for us oh, for this week that's it yeah like does that mean does that mean i have to do the outro now hey man you are welcome to do the outro if you want do you oh, feel shit. up to it? You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, uh, let's give it a go. Give it a go. All let's right, give, then. Let's give it a go. Let's, let's change it up. I like it. I like it. I'm feeling it. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the episode, uh, this week's episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please make sure you go to uh, whatever you listen to your podcast, uh, your podcast on, uh, and hit review, like, subscribe, follow, or any of the different words that are used. There's so many different things now. Yeah, so many different things. Um, and if it's got an option to review or like give a rating, please do that. It helps us more than you know, and it'll take you like five seconds, and we really appreciate it. Uh, just so it will make us a little bit more, you know, gather a little bit more traction. So, and that's always a good thing. Um, you could also find us uh, if you've got any questions, queries, concerns, you'd like to contact us. Uh, you can email us at dialogue options. Uh, Oh, hang on. You mean contact at dialogue? Contact at dialogueoptions.com. Ah, oh, man. See, this is this is all unfamiliar territory. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's an experience, man. It's a new experience. It is, yeah. Like, I hear it every, like, every episode. I hear it. And it's, like, sort of there, but not quite. Because it's not coming, like, you know, it's coming out of my mouth now. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow us on all our social media accounts uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, just search for at dialogue options on I think all of those. I think yeah, basically all of them. We are just that. Yeah. Uh, as for our individual accounts, uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, uh, where I literally haven't tweeted much for a while. Uh, I think the last couple of things that I tweeted was internet glorious internet. Let the downloads commence. That was on the thirtieth of July. Uh, you can just tell that I've just been on the internet ever since, but just not on Twitter. Uh, I also retweeted um, a, the, there was a, uh, a an Amiibo commercial that featured the the actor who plays Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. Amazing. And I was like, holy shit, yep, that is 100% him. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much, I've been pretty quiet on here. Um, I might put up some baby photos if you want to see those. Do but it. Yeah. yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. They're maybe. all over on Facebook. I'm doing one second of video a day, so. Uh, but anyway. That's it for me. Where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX and my most recent tweet, Joel. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, whoever at Spotify was like, you know what's a great idea? Let's get rid of our Android widget. Oh, I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> really? It's no. the best. And I despise them for taking it away from me. I hate it. Cause- because uh, Spotify appears in like my like swipe down from the top menu when yeah, yeah, like, like, if I'm using it, like that's what I use for that. I know, but it's there. But like, I just like having the option yeah. on on my screen. It's just gone. It's just gone, and I don't understand. And 
I'm like, maybe I'll check out a different music provider. I don't know. We'll see. But oh, whoa, man. whoa, Kyron. I just... Dem's fighting words. Let's be honest. I, 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 don't know, I don't know what they did it. Like I went to their the subreddit for Spotify and it's all it is. It's like, where, where the hell is the widget? <laughs> maybe maybe like, they'll bring it back. I mean, I, looking at their subreddit, if they're paying attention, yes. Okay. What's even funnier is I saw... So basically what Spotify has is you can submit ideas. Oh, okay. So someone had submitted the idea for a widget as a new idea. And they were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. If this gets traction, we'll pass it on to the Spotify team to integrate it. It's like, oh, my God. Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. This is, this is where we're at right now. But that's 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 it for me. I'm just mad at Spotify. <laughs> well, we're just mad at Spotify. I love it. Um, well, that's about it for us this week. Uh, and... Thank you for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Options podcast.